People always debate it. Who's the greatest player of all time? Dumb question. It should be who's the greatest team of all time? WGAG Radio. Sorry, Showtime. WGAG Radio. Back to back. WGAG Radio. First three P. WGAG Radio. Even with the flu. WGAG Radio. No push off. WGAG Radio. And my favorite. Tough to beat that. What? You think there's someone else? Prove it. Look at the air. Look at Thousands of years, powerful forces, both good and evil, have sought ways to control the human brain. Ancient tales have described bizarre rituals involving voodoo and brainwashing, designed to enslave the minds of thousands. Today, recent advances in technology have made this fear all too real. And no one knows this better than Kansas native James Wolbert. In the year 2004, I had become a victim of mind control. I had been drugged and implanted in my own home. I experienced trembling and shaking, remote burning, jolts, shock. The implants have been inside of my body for 14 years. I know who targeted me, and I know why. There's a 100% possibility that we're being recorded right now. How is it possible for people like James to fall victim to mind control? Are dark forces enslaving people around the world? Can anyone's brain be manipulated by evil? My search begins now. My name is Zachary Quinto. As an actor, I've played many supernatural characters that blur the line between science and fiction. I'm drawn to the unknown, the otherworldly, and those experiences so beyond belief, they call everything into question. I'm exploring some of the most enduring mysteries that continue to haunt mankind in search of the truth, wherever it leads me. Since the dawn of early civilizations, when rival cultures waged bloody battles to advance their different ideologies, many have dreamed of controlling the minds of others while preventing enemies from controlling theirs. Ancient texts, such as the 15th century Malleus Maleficarum, reveal our dark appetite for torture, mysterious potions, and spells to enslave another's mind. But these handbooks are only the beginning. During the Cold War, the Soviet Union spent billions of dollars on its psychotronic program to control the minds of its adversaries and create real-life Manchurian candidates. 
brainwashed political assassins programmed to change the course of history. These frightening historical accounts make me wonder, is mind control possible and is it happening today? I've located a man named James Walbert who claims he was surgically implanted by a business rival and placed under mind control against his will. James is an entrepreneur and an inventor of antibacterial plastic products. I woke up in my bed right. with blood coming out of my left ear, my jaw swollen, and my right shoulder was affected as well. I had been drugged and implanted in my own home. I started hearing like super high pitched static sounds. My body was being disrupted from a distance. There was most certainly something there. I could feel it on my nervous system. Like my arm would jump. Oh, my leg would jump. Did you have testing done at all to see what was causing this stuff? And I had an MRI done and they had found a foreign body in my left ear and in my neck. Oh my God. So this is the actual, that is the actual capsule in my right trapezia. So like here, basically, that's what they call a tracker chip. I was under a constant state of mind control. I'm staggered by this on so many levels. First of all, that someone would be so diabolical to do this. It sounds like something out of a spy movie. So you are the first person in the history of the United States to win a court case that's based in a form of what's considered electromagnetic terrorism in a way, right? Yes, that is correct. Yes. How long did it take you to build a case? It took me a year and a half to build a solid case. Huh? Hired two private investigators. They both researched every single thing I said. I presented all of my evidence, and the FBI immediately identified suspects. Oh. I took them to court and won. Now there's 21 laws against illegal implantation in the United States. Prior to that, if you'd ever even mentioned an implant, you were paranoid, you were delusional. When you talk to someone like James, what seems far-fetched and unbelievable then becomes really understandable having these implants in his body. It's a very real example of mind control. Now I understand how something like that can actually happen. But James is not alone. So you want to know where to invest $1,000 right now? Well, forget about stocks, real estate, or cryptocurrency. The U.S. government has been conducting mind control experiments for decades. In 1953, the CIA launched the MK Ultra program in order to develop their own mind control methods. But because MK Ultra was top secret, the agency could use anyone as test subjects. Experts such as John Greenwald Jr., an author who's been studying the secret inner workings of the U.S. government for over 20 years, used the Freedom of Information Act to uncover the fact that the CIA was targeting innocent civilians. 
Back in 1953, the general public had no idea that the CIA was doing these really horrific experiments on prisoners and mental health patients, literally grabbing people off the street and subjecting them to experiments with LSD and hypnosis. They also started experimenting with physical torture, subjecting people to the lack of sleep for days at a time, to really experiment with how far the human body would go until it snapped. They had instances where they actually killed people. People died because of their experiments. To this day, the United States government has never fully disclosed all aspects of MKUltra. But many speculate the program rewrote the book on the use of mind control in war. In the world of government research, if you do something for 20 years, you know darn well that they did something worthwhile and worth pursuing. Could this still be happening today? If it is, how do you control someone's mind? At a laboratory called Backyard Brains, Neuroscientist Greg Gage is developing ways to override the brains of other humans. When you're talking about mind control, you're talking about actually controlling something and you're consciously aware of it, That's right? That's right. Roll up your sleeve and I'm going to put some electrodes on your arm. There's a little bit of gel inside of here and that gel allows the ions to flow through your skin into the metal. Greg's technology allows me to send my brain signals to a machine. And so if I plug this into here, like this prosthetic hand to remotely move objects. This is called a neural prosthetic. So crazy. You're controlling it through your neural. This is the story of a 30-year search by U.S. intelligence agencies to perfect mind control. Some of those engaged in that search have agreed to talk about it for the first time. One said, I think every last one of us felt sorry to attempt this kind of thing. We knew we were crossing the line. The search would be endless. From brothels, an agent says, we learned a lot about human nature in the bedroom. To the mystical rites of a magical mushroom ceremony performed by an Indian shaman. To a Spanish bull ring. The bull has had electrodes implanted in the brain and is controlled by a scientist. There would be victims. <laughs> One intelligence agency tried to peel this man's mind back to reveal its deepest secrets. This man worked on some of these programs. He would write of his work, it was fun, fun, fun. This is the story of the search for mind control. ABC News close-up, mission mind control. With ABC News correspondent, Paul Altmaier. One, two, one, now Mark, Sam, it's been ages. Can I buy it? Allow me. Do you make a light? Michelob makes a light beer? Perfect. The good taste of Michelob light. Don't just compare it to other light beers. Compare it to your regular beer. It's that good. You always did go first class. Your ticket to San Francisco. Thank you. San Francisco? You too? Good taste runs in the family. 
Mrs. Cooper, I need help. Oh, with all these different dog foods, I don't know what kind to feed him. Dry, soft. Honey, it's not the form. It's the formula. Those are for any dog. Young, old, whatever. But cycle two dog food is especially for dogs ages one to seven, like mine. The cycle two formula has just what dogs in their active years need to help stay healthy. <laughs> and happy. With cycle, I know what to feed him. Now get cycle two in 25-pound bags. We are not professing to tell you the complete story of these activities. We are professing to tell you the complete story that we know. But these records that we've uncovered don't tell the story. They tell pieces of it. This is a story that has been told in bits and pieces. This is an attempt to pull most of it together. We know we don't have the full story. We do, however, have some striking new revelations and insights. The story begins here just off the nation's front yard, the mall. The buildings behind me were the headquarters for the World War II Office of Strategic Services. It was here that the first halting steps toward mind control began. The shaper and molder of OSS was General Wild Bill Donovan. He said of his group's work, we may have made mistakes, but we were not afraid to try things that were never done before. In this anything-goes atmosphere, Donovan appointed this man, Stanley Lovell, a Boston industrialist, to break new ground in many scientific and technical fields. Donovan called Lovell his Dr. Moriarty, after the fiendish professor in Sherlock Holmes. Lovell liked the name and posed for this Saturday Evening Post photo. He later wrote of his OSS job that it was, quote, to stimulate the peck's bad boy beneath the surface of every American scientist and to say to him, Throw all of your normal law-abiding concepts out of the window. Here's a chance to raise merry hell. It was in this atmosphere that the search for mind control began. This bizarre man would be an active participant in that search over the next two decades. His name is George White, an OSS captain who had formerly been with the Bureau of Narcotics. In his diary, seen here publicly for the first time, White left a legacy of the darker side of American intelligence work. He received his early OSS training at the British-run school at Oshawa, Canada, the same school where Ian Fleming, the creator of James Bond, was trained. White referred to the school in his diaries as the Oshawa School of Mayhem and Murder. Mike Burke, and former OSS colleague of White's and now president of Mass... Very compelling fellow. A uh, mysterious fellow, almost mystical fellow. He was fascinating because you didn't, you knew something about him, but not, all, not enough about him to really get a fix on him. Uh, he also knew a great deal about the swifter elements of society, the gamier side of life. And, uh, and he was very impressive in his technical knowledge of, of the underworld, so to speak. He said, one of, one of our men gets beat up. He says, you have to act real fast and teach these guys a lesson. Charles Siragusa, a former narcotics officer and friend of White's. He's all come down, he says, and break your kneecaps. And with that, one guy laughed. And George, well, always had a little, uh, little Billy with him. And this one guy sort of snickered. George White turned around and whapped him across the neck with it. Then he picked up a pool stick and started beating everybody up. He made his point. And he made his point. George White was not a man of understatement or subtleties. His boss at OSS, Stanley Lovell, referred to him as deadly and dedicated. 
In this note from White's diaries, it says, Call Lovell regarding TD. TD was a rather transparent cover for Truth Drug. George White worked with the Truth Drug Committee here at St. Elizabeth's Hospital in the nation's capital. They experimented with mescaline, scopolamine, and marijuana on unwitting victims. The committee soon learned there was no easy panacea, no truth drug at this stage. But White and later colleagues would not stop trying. The goal remained the same. As this 1952 CIA memo says, the aim is controlling an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against such fundamental laws of nature as self-preservation. But it was a discovery here in Basel, Switzerland, at Sandoz Laboratories by Dr. Albert Hoffman that led the intelligence agencies of America to believe that they had found the panacea. The discovery was lysergic acid diethylamide, LSD. The film that you see is considered by many experts to be the closest illustration of the effects of a hallucinogenic. It was one of the first times that anybody had run into a powerful drug that was different than anything else that they knew anything about. John Gittinger, recently retired chief psychologist for the CIA. This is the first time Gittinger has been interviewed publicly. We could disable a whole city by putting a very small amount on a water supply. After all of these years of us, uh, uh, those of us who are involved in this, looking for this secret drug, uh, this was the only thing that began to look for the first time like it might be something like that. The CIA's interest in LSD was intense. The worry was that the Russians would get hold of it. Were the Soviets into LSD? I'm going to have to say uh, I'm sure they were, but... If you ask me to prove it, I, I've never seen any direct proof of it. But at one point, intelligence information received from Switzerland said that Sandoz Laboratories was about to put 100 million doses of LSD on the open market. And it caused enough concern within the agency that the United States was prepared to buy the entire supply. However, a slight mistake had been made. The mistake is made public for the first time. I just found out on a new CIA document that there were no such um, large quantities of LSD on the market. Joan Marks has filed numerous freedom of information suits against the CIA and has unearthed much new material. He is the author of The Search for the Manchurian Candidate, a history of intelligence agency work with mind control. He is a consultant for this report. What happened is that there was a military attache in Switzerland, an American officer who got milligrams and kilograms mixed up. In other words, he made a mistake of thinking one one thousandth of a gram was the same as 1,000 grams, which is a mistake of a million times. So when the CIA got the intelligence that there were 100 million doses on the market, in fact, there were 100 doses. The man who would oversee the CIA's research into drugs and most of the agency's behavior programs is this man, Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, a chemist. Dr. Gottlieb declined ABC News' request for an interview. In their never-ending search for the miracle weapon, CIA operatives searched here in the remote mountain areas of southern Mexico for what up to then had been considered a myth, magic mushrooms. They used this man, a part-time chemist with the CIA, 
to dupe this man, a vice president of a bank and an amateur mycologist or mushroom expert, to try to get to the magic mushrooms and turn them into a drug. But it would be the amateur, R. Gordon Wasson and his colleagues, who would win the race and develop the drug psilocybin from the magic mushrooms. We went into the Mazatec area, far from the highways, remote from Mexico City. There we found that rotten bagasse, as it's called, bagasso, covered with mushrooms. These mushrooms I didn't know, had never, never seen. They were the sacred mushrooms. Wasson would also discover and record the ancient mystical rites of the mushrooms from a local shaman or magical priestess, Maria Sabina. And we were seeing incredible sights. They would go slowly or they would go fast as I ordained. All your senses are rendered acute. We say that you see visions, you see hallucinations, but that doesn't begin to tell the story. The hallucinations are only part of it. You hear sounds, you smell things. The, the, the night was thrilling. Word of Wasson's discovery reached the CIA quickly. Dr. James Moore, a University of Delaware chemist, secretly served the CIA preparing deadly chemicals on short notice. Moore was instructed to get close to Wasson and accompany him on another trip to Mexico to get the magic mushrooms. Internal documents show the CIA felt a drug derived from the mushrooms could remain an agency secret. What in the world were they looking for with the magic mushrooms? I think the best answer to that is that they were looking for fundamental information on compounds that were would be capable of causing changes in in behavior changes in mental attitude did you ever consider what would have happened if any of these substances were given to say unwitting people oh i don't remember having considered that specifically i what if you, I, I trust perhaps you've thought about it. Uh, well, I haven't worried about it. Uh, I, you, your question again, what would I have thought had I known that uh, the, any of these substances would, be would have been given to unwitting persons? Uh, you mean a, a hostile agent in an, of another government? No, well, I, I mean, think that was probably I mean, one of the things they had in I mind. mean, testing it out on an American citizen. I I guess I must seem very, very cold-blooded about this, but I don't recall ever having been very much preoccupied with that, uh, with that issue. But many drugs were tested in this way. A decision was made at the highest levels of the CIA to do testing on unwitting Americans. As one CIA document says, such testing would be operationally realistic. A former CIA official who worked on these programs describes for the first time how the decision was made. He did not wish to be filmed or recorded. Thus his remarks are read by someone else. I think every last one of us felt sorry to attempt this kind of thing. We knew we were crossing the line. Every decent kid knows he shouldn't steal, but he does it sometimes. We knew damn well we didn't want anyone else to know what we were doing. 
The decision was made to do testing on unwitting victims. It was decided they should be on the fringes of society because they were most vulnerable. It was the borderline underworld. Prostitutes, drug addicts, and other small timers would be powerless to seek any kind of revenge in case they found out. And as their predecessors had a decade earlier, the CIA turned to George White for help. White was now a high-ranking narcotics official. And by this time, the stories about George White were legendary. So the way this says, you may help you, monsieur. And George White was busy talking with me. I paid no attention to the waiter, so the waiter tapped him on his shoulder and says, may I help you, uh, monsieur? George White turned around, whipped his gun out, and stuck it in the guy's face like this in this crowded restaurant. George White did not mind bending the law, and he knew the street well. He was the ideal choice for what the CIA had in mind. We were Ivy League, white, middle class. We were naive, totally naive about this, and he felt pretty expert. He knew the whores, the pimps, the people who brought in the drugs. White set up so-called safe houses for the CIA in New York, here in Greenwich Village. And later in San Francisco, in this hotel, and in an apartment atop Telegraph Hill with a commanding view of San Francisco Bay. While the existence of these safe houses was disclosed last year, Details of what took place within them has not been told. A former CIA official who worked in the safe houses reveals that they were used not only for drug testing, but to study sexual behavior and how it could be used to manipulate people. We did quite a study of prostitutes and their behavior. How do you take a woman who is willing to use her body to get money out of a guy to get him to talk about things which are much more important, like state secrets? We learned a lot about human nature in the bedroom. We started to pick up knowledge that could be used in operations. There would be victims in all of this, but as the agency knew, they couldn't fight back. Some entries from George White's diaries. Clarice gets horrors. Janet, sky high. As one agency memo says, we have no answer to the moral question. The safe houses were not the only testing grounds. Millions of dollars would be spent on LSD research at universities throughout the country. And word would begin to spread on campus about this so-called mind-blowing drug. And suddenly, there was the counterculture of the 60s. I give the CIA a total credit for sponsoring and initiating the entire consciousness movement, counterculture events of the 1960s. Dr. Timothy Leary, the 1960s Johnny Appleseed of LSD. The CIA funded and supported and uh, encouraged hundreds of young psychiatrists to experiment with this drug. The fallout from that was that the young psychologists began taking it themselves, discovering that it was an intelligence-enhancing, consciousness-raising experience. I know that some of the studies in which the CIA had uh, supported used as subjects people who later became strong proselytizers of LSD. So in, a, in that sense, yes, I think it that did sustain the, uh, the uh, perpetuation of, of, the, of the use of the drug. And it's rather ironic, isn't it? The counter case that I would make in relationship to that is to remember that the people who were doing the research were people who would be doing the research 
regardless of who uh, uh, was the sponsor. I, do, I don't think anybody working in that time in the remotest ever thought that it would blow up into the kind of thing that it did. History will judge the role of the CIA and other intelligence agencies in unwittingly contributing to the counterculture of the 60s through their intense interest in LSD and other hallucinogenics. But for the moment at least, the argument can be made that the CIA helped usher in the age of Aquarius. ABC News close-up will continue in a moment. Being careful about my body doesn't just mean major things like regular breast exams. I'm even careful about pain relievers. Plain aspirin sometimes upset my stomach, so I use Bufferin. It adds protection. I'm careful about what goes into my body. Bufferin gives me an added relief action I want. Tylenol doesn't. Only one leading tablet has both. An added relief action in many cases that Tylenol never provides. And protection ingredients. Bufferin. Now I'm careful to get both with Bufferin. Your sick traps clogged with grease. Use Crystal Drano. I'll pour in liquid plumber. Don't. It may not work on that grease clog. No? Crystal Drano will. Look, liquid plumber's quiet. It's not melting that grease. But Drano is. It broke through. Will Drano hurt metal pipes? No. So Liquid Plumber didn't break that grease clog. I'm switching to Drano. To make clogs go, better use Drano. Saturday, live on ABC. The Forest Hills Men's Invitational from the legendary West Side Tennis Club. Then live, third-round coverage of the most prestigious ladies' golf event. Hollis Stacey goes for her third straight U.S. Women's Open title. And red-hot Nancy Lopez shoots for her elusive first Open victory. And on ABC's Wide World of Sports, rodeo excitement from the Wild West, plus high speeds, high thrills, hydroplane action, championship tennis, golf, and ABC's Wide World of Sports, Saturday. Wednesday on 8 is enough. We got the buggy fever. The Bradford girls go disco crazy. Hey, hiya, hon. <laughs> what do you say we get uh, down? And the summer's off to a red-hot start. And Charlie's Angels play the horses. I want to be a jockey. But end up in a dead heat with death. Then, the ghost of Jack the Ripper haunts the back streets of Vegas. Tomorrow, starting at 8, 7 Central and Mountain on ABC. Covering a span of history such as we are in this report, one can get sidetracked by the so-called glamour and mystery of espionage work or by the exotic qualities of some drugs. But what you can't lose sight of is what all of this would mean in terms of individual human beings. There would be deaths, there would be long-lasting and harmful effects. The best-known case is that of this man, Frank Olson, a chemist employed by the Army Chemical Corps, who in 1953 was slipped LSD unknowingly at a meeting with CIA officials. Shortly after that, Olson went into severe depression. He ended his life at this New York hotel by diving through a shaded closed window in his 10th floor room. Frank Olson was the first known fatality in the CIA's LSD program. Olson left behind a widow, Alice, and three children, but it would be years before they learned the real story of his death.
Shortly after his suicide, Alice Olson was visited by Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, the man who had administered the drug, and by Robert Lashbrook, his deputy, who was the last person with Frank Olson the night of his death. It was probably to check me out and see uh, whether I was handling myself and handling the situation, whether I was hysterical. And I'm sure they left the house feeling ever so much better because I had been uh, gracious and hospitable to them so that I must have played right into their hand and made them feel fine. 23 years later, did you? how did you feel about that meeting? My anger was unbelievable at how I had been duped for this length of time and the anguish which was unnecessary. Anyone who knew during all of those years never told Alice Olson the real story of her husband's death. She would discover it by accident more than two decades later. In essence, it was a 22-year-long cover-up. Lyman Kirkpatrick was Inspector General of the CIA at the time of Frank Olson's death. But had not the Olson case occurred within the secret confines of the CIA, would not this case have been a prosecutable case? Perhaps mainly, I would think, very definitely prosecutable, and certainly from the point of view of the uh, of Mr. Olson, why it, it should probably have been actionable. Frank Olson's suicide slowed down the CIA's testing of LSD and other drugs, but only momentarily. The CIA was not the only government agency interested in the possibilities LSD and other drugs presented for mind control. The Army Chemical Corps first started working with the CIA and then branched off on its own. It, too, tested drugs on unwitting victims, and a death would result. The case of this man, Harold Blower, a tennis pro, seen here with his daughter Elizabeth, is well known. In 1953, Blower was a private patient at the New York State Psychiatric Institute. He was given five injections of a mescaline derivative that was being tested secretly for the Army Chemical Corps. With the fifth injection, Harold Blower died. As with the Olson case, a 22-year cover-up followed, until finally the Army admitted the real details of Blower's death. Since the initial news stories of Harold Blower's death, close to 5,000 documents, previously classified, have been released by the Army and obtained by ABC News. They provide valuable insight into Army activities at the time of Blower's death and where the Army went from there with their own drug testing program. From a previously classified deposition of Dr. James Cattell, who administered the mescaline derivative, on the purpose of the drug testing, to produce symptoms similar to those that you see in schizophrenia, on how much the patient knew about all this, we didn't delineate all the possibilities of what might happen because then you contaminate your experiment. Cattell then relates that he never even knew what drug he had given Harold Blower because of the secrecy of the Army experiments. We didn't know whether it was dog piss. This was secret. This was a secret. We weren't in on it. We asked Blower's daughter Elizabeth for her reaction. What? How can anybody react to that? I mean, that is so far from, from what you'd expect from a human being, never mind a doctor, never mind a professional specialist who's supposed to care about people's minds. It's, it's unbelievable. A suit filed by Elizabeth Barrett against the Army Chemical Corps is now pending in federal court. 
Other Army experiments continued on mental patients around the country. Work done at the Tulane Medical Center in New Orleans involved several drugs, hallucinogenics, and electrodes implanted in the brain. The chief researcher was Dr. Russell Monroe, now head of the psychiatry department at the University of Maryland. These are various progress reports written by Dr. Monroe and recently obtained by ABC News. From one of the progress reports, a report of a woman who had electrodes implanted in the brain and was then given LSD and other drugs. She became agitated, cried, lapsed into a trance-like state. Felt as if she were about to have a convulsion. Experienced waves of darkness and light. bizarre sensations in her neck and legs said somebody was trying to manipulate her body at this point dr. Monroe wrote that the woman was obviously having paranoid ideas as a as a lay person uh, uh, perhaps you can enlighten me what therapeutic effect would the type of experiment that I just described have on a patient well, the therapeutic effect would be indirect. Was this patient aware that she was being given LSD? Yes. I mean, they, they uh, were told that they would be given some medications. Uh, and they Specifically took LSD? Uh, well, we told them, uh, I don't think that they would have even known what LSD was then at the time. They were told that they were going to give, they would be given some medication, which might make them feel worse. Dr. Monroe, what, what do you think the Army Chemical Corps was looking for in all of this testing? They were looking for an incapacitating agent, uh, an agent that would not harm the person permanently, but would incapacitate them temporarily. That seemed like a, a humanistic way to, <laughs> to wage a war, if war is necessary. When James Thornwell was given LSD by Army intelligence in 1961, this time it was no experiment. This time, the express purpose was to peel back Thornwell's brain to bear any secret within it. This time, the Army had gone operational. Thornwell, as reported on ABC last January, was an Army private stationed in Orléans, France. Classified documents were missing from his unit. Thornwell became a suspect. His two-and-a-half-month interrogation included administration of sodium pentothal, hypnosis, isolation, and deprivation of sleep. Army documents obtained by ABC News refer to this interrogation as conventional. Despite the severe questioning, Army intelligence was getting nowhere with Thornwell, and it was decided to slip him LSD. For 16 years, Thornwell never knew what had hit him. Tell me about the acid. Uh, I'd rather not. It's a bad trip. It's a bad trip. That was a bad trip. The pain was so excruciating. Felt like somebody was sticking me with a million pins. You know, just everywhere. Oh, it just. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll walk through it. No charges were ever brought by the Army against Thornwell. He was discharged for psychological disorders. But an Army psychiatric evaluation of Thornwell, obtained by ABC News, one which was done prior to Thornwell having been given LSD, says of him, fairly cooperative, oriented, alert, and gave no evidence of psychosis or depression. From the Army's point of view, this type of LSD interrogation was a success. Other documents refer to the exploitability of interrogation subjects, cracking them, keeping them off balance mentally, and providing an economical, speedy, and productive aid to interrogation. From James Thornwell's point of view, it was no success. Thornwell still has serious problems. He's run through two marriages, he maintains he can't hold a job, can't concentrate, has nightmares, and feels socially and emotionally isolated. Last fall, Thornwell filed suit against the government in federal court. In a moment, we will examine the closest experimentation to brainwashing that we have uncovered. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, something wrong, Will? You pick up a paper these days, you learn life isn't as simple as it used to be, and neither's food. Is that why you eat grape nut cereal? Yep, you couldn't ask for a simpler cereal. Wheat and barley, vitamins added, no preservatives. Sure looks simple. It's got a natural nutty taste. What's good for breakfast, guys? How about something nice and simple? <laughs> grape nuts, the simple cereal. Maxwell House's coffee you can count on. Maxwell House, good to the last drop. Maxwell House, good, good every time. Maxwell House, good, good coffee. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. Maxwell House, coffee you can count on. Always smells good, always tastes good, always good to the last drop. Maxwell House, good news. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. ABC News Close-Up will continue in a moment. Special Baseball, the Yankees take on the Angels Friday night on ABC. This is a heavy-duty stick-up, and this oh, is a good place for it. New heavy-duty stick-ups from Airwick for small places with big odors. This is David Shoemaker in the news at this hour. District police have charged a young Northeast woman with the weekend kidnapping of that day-old baby. Sources say the woman was a pregnant and afraid she'd lost her own child in the accident, and that's what motivated the kidnapping. Twas the night before Skylab, and we'll have the latest on its fate and ours. Testimony before Congress today on battered wives. Some of the victims are battered wives. A rock and roll star put on probation for income tax evasion. The condition is he must put on a 1,000 hours of concerts for charities. And we'll be talking with a local teenager who won a gold medal at the Pan Am Games. Join us at 11. Reach for the sun. Reach for the sun. else tastes or feels quite like Mountain Dew, or goes down as smooth like a soft breeze on a lazy afternoon.
By far, the most chilling experiments we have uncovered took place at this Gothic estate called Raven's Crag, halfway up Mount Royal in Montreal. It houses the Allen Memorial Institute of Psychiatry of McGill University. It was here that the CIA funded a series of experiments, severe experiments. The work was done by the Institute's then director, Dr. Ewan Cameron. It is the closest experimentation to brainwashing yet disclosed. His work, unprecedented in psychiatry, consisted of three areas which he called sleep therapy, psychic driving, and the ultimate depatterning. Dr. Maurice Dangier, current head of the Allen Memorial Institute. In his uh, psychic driving, uh, so-called uh, type of, of therapy, he would give the patient intensive uh, electric treatment in order to make the patient uh, regress deeply, uh, become forgetful, and then he would attempt to implant new ideas uh, in the mind of the patient. Now, to a layman, it would appear that Dr. Cameron was trying to take the slate and wipe it clean, the slate being the mind. In other words, brainwashing. Exactly, that's a very good comparison. Brainwashing. Yes. Val Orlico of Winnipeg, Canada, the wife of a member of the Canadian Parliament, was a patient of Dr. Cameron's. She entered the Allen Memorial Institute because of severe depression. She describes for the first time publicly the LSD therapy and psychic driving treatment that she was given by Dr. Cameron. And then the drug began to take hold very rapidly because it was an IV injection. And... Um, Things became very furry and uh, very frightening and uh, had a lot of sensations that it's very difficult to recall. Nobody explained it to me. Nobody ever asked me if I was willing to do it or anything. He had this feeling that he would be able to get through the resistance of illness and, and, and to reach uh, deep changes very quickly. Did he? I don't think that when you look at that in retrospect, the hopes that he had have been, have been in any way fulfilled. But Cameron would plunge on. The next step was what he called psychic driving. This involved almost endless tape-recorded messages and more drugs for the patient. Cameron wrote that this was the way to make direct controlled changes in personality. I thought this was the coldest and most impersonal treatment that anybody could give to anybody in the world. And I became more and more despondent and more and more angry. I just became so despondent that I thought I can't, I can't live like this any longer. And I thought I would just go out and throw myself underneath the cars on McGregor. I stood on the curb of that street and, and I stood there and I thought, okay, go. Okay, go. And then I thought, what if you're not killed? What if you're just maimed? What if you don't die and you live and you can't even talk anymore? And I couldn't do it. The most severe technique Cameron used was depatterning. He described it as breaking up the existing patterns of behavior by means of intensive electroshock therapy with prolonged periods of sleep. He carried out these experiments in something he called the sleep rooms. 
people in there were like babies. They cried and they were very disoriented. And we were very afraid of the sleep room. We used to walk very carefully against the side of the corridor that was opposite the sleep room with our backs to the wall when we'd go by. Cameron used this combined sleep electroshock treatment on patients as long as 30 days. One patient he kept asleep for 65 days. Cameron retired, and his successor, Dr. Robert Cleghorn, ordered a follow-up study on the patients treated with Cameron's depatterning method. It showed that it was no more beneficial in its result than the use of more conservative methods. But the follow-up study showed that 60% of those who had been depatterned still had amnesia for periods of anywhere from six months to 10 years. That's quite a memory loss, isn't it? That is a memory loss. Indeed it is. It's uh, more, I think, more than desirable. In retrospect, does Dr. Cameron's experimentation and his treatment appear harsh? Uh, I would say yes. <laughs> this forceful type of approach, uh, as I was describing to you, uh, it is definitely, it can be said that it's harsh. I wouldn't call it harsh. I would say it was harder on the staff than it was on the patients because these people had to be fed and they had to be cared for and they had to be uh, given sufficient fluid and food and toileted and so on and so forth. It was a, a very difficult uh, thing for uh, the staff to, uh, to, uh, to follow these patients properly and see that they, they did well. <laughs> well, I'm glad he was concerned for the staff. But damn it all, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I could have maybe had a different kind of life. And that makes me angry and sad and I don't know what, how to explain how I feel, really. I just, I'm just sure. How did you feel when you learned that Dr. Cameron's experimentation was financed by the CIA. Well, I thought, oh, I can't even use the word <laughs> that I thought <laughs> because I thought that bastard and he was too smart. He knew, he knew who he was working for. And, um, excuse me, but, um, I just, you know, I just can't, sometimes I can't believe it. And yet I know it's true. If you had the opportunity to say something to the people at the Central Intelligence Agency who financed the study, what would you say? I, I realize the CIA is a very important organization and they have a very important job to do. But God, it surely doesn't have to be done on people who are totally incapable of knowing what's happening or having any defense against it. And I, I, I can't imagine the mentality of people who would do this. I just can't. As for Dr. Cameron, he died in 1966 while mountain climbing. A colleague wrote of Cameron, for him the ends justified the means. And when one is dealing with the waste of human potential, it is easy to adopt this stance. Dr. Cameron seemed ideally suited for what the CIA had in mind. America.
adapting to the shape of things to come. Triumph TR7 with five-speed transmission or optional automatic. Wide steel belted radials, front disc brakes, front end spoiler, rack and pinion steering. Triumph TR7. No other sports car looks like it. No other sports car drives like it. Triumph TR7. The shape. Hey, don't worry. They just got lucky. I'm sorry. I let us down. Uh, forget it. We'll beat him next week. No, I really let us down. Come on. How about a Michelob Light, huh? Michelob makes a light beer? Sure. The good taste of Michelob Light. Don't just compare it to other light beers. Compare it to your regular beer. It's that good. Mm, this Michelob Light is great. Mm. Hey, you know what our real problem was today? Yeah. You were terrible. <laughs> good taste runs in the family. The many roles I play call for many hairstyles. So I use hot curlers, blow dryers, things that can be brutal to hair. I switched from one conditioner to another looking for help. Then came Alberto VO5 hot oil treatment. It works just like a salon hot oil treatment, but takes less time and money. I just heat a tube, smooth it in, and shampoo. My hair is left silky, shiny, more manageable than I ever dreamed. Alberto VO5 hot oil treatment. I'll never switch again. Thursday. I can move a few of my things over this morning. There's a scandal in the 12th when Wojo gets a roommate. Hi. In a Barney Miller special. I'm a prisoner of my biological urges. Sorry to hear that. Then authorities say this Texas motorcycle gang murdered a federal judge. People are always scared of something they don't understand, and they don't understand us, so they're scared. Geraldo Rivera investigates dope, death, and the banditos on 2020. Thursday, starting at 9, 8 Central and Mountain on ABC. It was the Cold War, and especially the trial of Joseph Cardinal Menzenti, who was forced to testify in a Hungarian court that he was a spy. And then later, the Korean War, with the coerced and mainly fraudulent confessions of American servicemen. My information took place on the... That would spark intense interest in intelligence circles about brainwashing. The CIA secretly commissioned a study of communist brainwashing methods at the Cornell University Medical Center. A leader of that study was Dr. Lawrence Henkel. He explains first the Russian method of controlling and breaking a person. Absolutely isolated from everyone else with one man whose job it is to get you to write the extent to which you are a criminal. In this setting, you can get people to do most anything, do you see? Because you don't have to lay a hand on them. And by the time you get through and you go up before the judge, the fellow says, were you a spy? He says, yes, I was a spy. The, the, the Chinese never really had this kind of a state police system. Okay. They would get him in, and all this fellow does is ask you to write, rewrite, rewrite, and talk to him about your whole life. He graduated from pilot training in 1949. While the purpose of the study was to find out about communist brainwashing techniques, CIA documents show that the agency was interested in developing mind control methods of its own to precondition and control Chinese living in this country to be sent back to their homeland as CIA agents. What do you think they were looking for? Well, I think they, no, they weren't looking for, they weren't looking for agents or anything like that. Yet the agency's perception of the work you were doing, in CIA documents uh, we have examined, yeah. it says that the, the project that was being done here yeah. Uh, they intended to use everything learned about the new agents to induce them to, quote, 
to perform acts of a complex, purposeful nature. Yeah, but that was the never done. The effects of which may be out of keeping with the individual's that previous behavior. That sort of behavior. thing was never done. Those people were not, uh, that, that was, when they first came here, the first people they sent up to see us, do you see, were, uh, were operational type people from the CIA with some rubber of wild ideas. Okay, this is their perception of it. If, if I could no, just it continue. wasn't their perception of it either. No, it wasn't. Dangerous to his being, contrary yeah, to I any previous that, consciously expressed see, intentions and interests, contrary to the good no. of the individual, and subversive to the goals yeah, for which he is consciously working. I understand working. all this talk. But the situation was, you see, those things were never done because of wise people on both sides. We not able to do this nor interested in it. They were, though. Uh, some of the low-level people were, but the high-level people were not, to tell you the truth. But documents clearly show that the CIA was attempting to develop agents over whom they had as much control as possible. Agents who would perform tasks contrary to their own good. Normally conditioned American has been trained to kill, and then to have no memory of having killed. His brain has not only been washed, as they say, it has been dry clean. <laughs> <laughs> is a Manchurian candidate controlled by others to do things against his will possible? It was a remarkable film because as far as I'm concerned, it made something totally impossible seem absolutely credible. I would say the answer is yes, but there are many qualifications to that. Dr. Milton Klein, a psychologist, a clinical and experimental hypnotist, an unpaid consultant to the CIA. The qualifications would be the subject selected to produce the kind of behavior that you wish, the amount of time, the procedures that are utilized, and the motivations of the people who are designing, executing, and administering the procedures. You're asking whether an individual can be, under hypnosis, influenced, coerced, persuaded, shaped to perform an anti-social act or a destructive act or an act of violence my answer would be yes captain marco you'll be good enough to lend raymond your pistol please yes ma'am thanks ben sure kid shoot bobby raymond through the forest Yes, ma'am. How valuable a tool can hypnosis be in the intelligence field? None whatsoever. It has absolutely no use because nobody's ever been able to do that that I know of, do it in an operationally feasible way. I'm not in any way saying that hypnosis uh, doesn't take place. I'm not saying there's nothing to it. I would say that most government agencies concerned with intelligence operations have been looking to hypnosis as a tool for a variety of purposes, one of which is to carry out and to execute certain intelligence operations on a basis where they would not have to rely completely on some of their own emotional reactions. Actually, they're until murder. It could, if you consider that an act of killing someone under circumstances of war is murder. I think one has to define uh, what that means. Under circumstances of peace. Under circumstances of peace, it would be murder. Another former CIA agent says that Fidel Castro at one time was considered as a possible target 
for a Manchurian candidate. Castro was naturally our discussion point. Could you get somebody gung-ho enough that they would go in and get him? But if you have 100% control of a guy, you have 100% dependency. If something happens and you haven't programmed it in, you've got a problem. So in the end, it was decided that a Manchurian candidate was not feasible. But the search for mind control continued. But could the mind be controlled? Perhaps not. But is human behavior predictable? In this area, the CIA did make a significant breakthrough. A personality assessment system designed by the agency's chief psychologist, John Gittinger. It comes close to being able to predict how humans will behave. It's really a descriptive system, an attempt to try to describe personality in a relatively systematic way so that hopefully you can get some kind of an idea to predict what the behavior between different kinds of individuals. Gittinger's system had many uses in intelligence work. One was to draw personality portraits of world leaders. Using Gittinger's system, the agency concluded the Shah of Iran is a brilliant but dangerous megalomaniac whose basic problems resulted from an overbearing father. And there were other applications. Your assessment staff played a key role in helping other governments pick their police intelligence agencies, including, we've learned, the Korean CIA, Uruguayan National Police. Can you tell us about this? No. Author John Marks, the former number two CIA man in Uruguay, told me how in 1966, John Gittinger and an assistant traveled down to Uruguay and gave the tests in order to select uh, members of the Uruguayan Intelligence Service. A psychologist who used to work for the CIA told me in 1961 he personally traveled to South Korea as part of a, an American CIA effort to set up the Korean CIA and to give the, the personality tests to candidates for the Korean CIA to choose the best man for their secret police. But one of the basic functions of getting your system was finding the vulnerabilities of an agent, a double agent, or a potential agent. In its applicability to intelligence work, isn't the PAS system looking for a person's soft spot? Well, of course, the answer to that is yes, but I, I, I hasten to say soft spot. This is a, what I consider a negative word. Of the hundreds of behavioral projects undertaken by the CIA, Gittinger's appears to have been one of the more successful and more conventional. Other experiments were not as conventional. Neurophysicist Dr. Jose Delgado was financed by the Office of Naval Research. In this experiment, the bull is sedated. Electrodes are implanted in its brain. Delgado transmits an electronic impulse to the center of the bull's brain. Delgado has remote control of the animal. Recently released CIA documents refer to the feasibility of remote control of animals and that special investigations will be conducted toward the application of selected elements of these techniques to man. Other areas were examined through the 60s and 70s. Brain surgery, psychosurgery, creation of amnesia, parapsychology, manipulation of genes. Even though past and present CIA officials have indicated this kind of work ended in 1963.
All truth, not right. And one of those who took part in these programs. Thank you, sir. In 1977, the Senate subcommittee heard testimony from many of them. But the testimony was not that revealing. According to one of them, they agreed amongst themselves to keep the inquiry within bounds that would satisfy the committee. Former narcotics officer Charles Siragusa says that he was asked to limit his testimony by the man he reported to at the CIA. He wanted me not to say anything. To perjure yourself. That's right. Well, either that, I'd have to perjure myself or take the Fifth Amendment. And I'm not about to take the Fifth Amendment for anybody. Okay. Former CIA chemist Robert Lashbrook testified he had no first-hand knowledge of the agency-run safe houses when, in fact, he supervised one of them. Very and according to George White's diaries, was at a safe house when White conducted what he called an LSD surprise experiment. Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, whom we recently filmed near his California home, oversaw many of the CIA behavioral programs. He retired in 1973 and destroyed the records of this work. In sort of a valedictory letter, Dr. Gottlieb wrote that he and his colleagues had been able to maintain contact with the leading edge of developments in the field of biological and chemical control of human behavior. Dr. Gottlieb also testified before the Senate subcommittee, but from an anteroom where he could not be filmed because of what his lawyer termed health and cardiac problems. Dr. Gottlieb declined ABC News' request for an interview. And what of George White, the man who helped the agency in so many of its programs? He would retire here to Stinson Beach, California. And shortly before his death, he wrote to his boss at the CIA, Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, and summed up his career by saying, It was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, and cheat, steal, deceive, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of the All-Highest? Has mind control been achieved? From all of the available evidence, it appears doubtful. The human will has prevailed up to this point. But as we have seen, work is continuing in this field. Work that we still don't know very much about. How deeply are the Russians and other dictatorships into all of this? We really can't say. And the CIA is reluctant to give out information about it. But the basic question remains, what place does all of this have within a democracy? One final point should be made. As one of the persons who worked on these programs told us, we are very capable, conscientious, and very dedicated scientists working for our country. Their work speaks for itself. This is Paul Altmaier for ABC News. Good night. Here's a great idea. Petite peeler? Nope. Hair curler. It's Vanish Bowl Freshener. Freshness and a snap. Snap it under the rim and it freshens two ways. It's always there to freshen. Then when water hits it, extra deodorizer and detergents are released. Working best when and where you need it. When the bowl's fresh, the bathroom's fresher. Snappy idea. Vanish bulk freshener. For a cleaner bowl and a fresher bathroom. What do doctors recommend for pain today? This report shows doctors' number one choice is the pain reliever in Addison. Five million recommendations last year for pain of headache, backache, minor arthritis, and muscle ache. The ingredient in Addison is the doctor's number one choice. Addison is strong, a special combination of medical ingredients free of stomach upset for millions everywhere. The ingredient in Addison, doctor's number one choice.
Stay tuned for local news next. Then live from the Johnson Space Center in Houston, ABC News will track the approach of Skylab as it nears re-entry. Skylab, the final hours. Right after Twiggy and Dirk Benedict of Battlestar Galactica star in, I want her dead on the Tuesday movie of the week tonight on ABC. This has been a presentation of ABC News. If you only knew the power of the dark side. relics that predate the universe itself. What lies within her appears to be one of them. Nine realms are not eternal. They had a dawn as they will have a dusk. But before that dawn, the bad is pitched in El Cologne. Reigned absolute and unchallenged. Dawn, the Coleon. Made a weapon out of that darkness and it was called the Ether. While the other relics often appear as stones, the baddest bitch in El Cologne is fluid and ever-changing. It changes matter into dark matter. It seeks out host bodies, drawing strength from their life force. Don, Don Nicoleon, sought to use the Ether's power to return the universe to one darkness. 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 Don you underestimate the power of the dark side your powers are weak Long before the birth of light, there was darkness. And from that darkness came the baddest bitch in El Cologne. Millennia ago, the most ruthless of their kind, Don Coleon, sought to transform our universe back into one of eternal night. Such evil was possible through the power of the ether, an ancient force of infinite destruction. Underestimate power, dark side. Your powers are weak.
baddest bitch in El Colum. The baddest bitch in El Colum. Baddest bitch in El Colum. Baddest bitch in El Colum. The baddest bitch in El Colum. You cannot escape destiny, except your fate. You are beaten. Yeah, the darkness is once again visible, niggas. You know what time it is. You've tuned in to WGAG Radio at this time for one reason only, to hear the greatest voice transmitting throughout cyberspace. You know who she is, the sublime oracle, the baddest bitch in El Cologne. Yeah, it's time for the Don Nicoleone Show. Underestimate the power of the dark side. The baddest in El Cologne. 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 Don Nicoleone. Don Nicoleone. Your thoughts betrayed you. Your powers are weak. So you've chosen to die here. Expect no mercy. There is no escape. You cannot escape destiny. Accept your fate. You are weak. I will destroy you. Triple darkness is your destiny. Do not fight your fate. You are beaten. Wasted my time. This is the end. You have yet to master the way of the Force. Don't underestimate the power of the Force. Give yourself to the dark side. 
Welcome to the Don Nicoleone Show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all had a strong beginning and not a weekend. The Don Nicoleone Show, new time is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's on Real Nigga Radio. Show some love to all my callers on the call lines. Y'all niggas try to stay up with Don Nicoleon tonight, okay? I'm sorry, you know, I don't know what y'all expected, but, you know, this show is uh, sponsored by Celsius Heat in the building. <laughs> and that nine ether, goddammit. Welcome to the Don Nicoleon Show. All the callers, man, hope all is well with you and yours. Much blessings, prosperity, protection. Did I miss anything? Oh, and the most important, health. Got dog it, health, because with all that shit, it don't mean nothing. Goddamn, you'll be an AIDS patient that just almost got hit by a damn car and shit, and somebody saved your ass. <laughs> like, ooh, I almost died. You're going to die anyway, you got AIDS. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, special shout-out to the callers, though. Uh, Call-in number, if you need it, is 515-605-9828. Or 425-569-5274. Great day to all my niggas over there in the after party. That's our 24-hour voice-activated chat room. It's on PowerTalk.com. Type in the search. Don Nicoleone. You'll find us there, baby. Great day to Arishka Gall 2020. What's up, babe? Special shout-out to you. Got to show some love to my man, Bar L. I just see him laughing at Friday show on El's Holy Tablet when I was like, I ain't even motherfucking know um, those. I thought those sites on Tamaray was some goddamn take picture sites. I ain't know there was initiation and Bariel said me too. <laughs> Shit, like <laughs> they were fucking initiation sites, nigga. <laughs> That's some stupid ass. I'm just posing and shit, man. Hey, just take a picture right here, baby. Anyway, great day, Bariel. I hope you had a strong beginning out of weekend. One time for my lady, she dot mechanic. What up, baby? What's up, boo? Best shout out to Miss Hudson. Where you at, darling? Woo! Gotta show some love to the one and only Nefertiti surviving the gang. Hot damn politics every Wednesday night on WGAG Radio. Great day, Nefertiti. Nimrod in the building. Best shout out to my lady, Nanya Biz. What up, babe? Well, didn't know you. Didn't you. Great day, Nanya, man. Hope all is well with you, man. Special shout-out to Jay Jizzle. Where you at, Jay? Great day, everybody. <laughs> Special shout-out to uh, Jay One, man. Sister Zena, where you at? Great day, Zena. Hope all is well with you, baby, man. Special shout-out to Sister X in the building. Tank, Star, Bella, what up, bitch? Great day to the L's. Great day, Don Nicole. Hope all is well with y'all, man. One time for my nigga, Young Tide Pons. Oh! What's up? Great day, babe. Special shout out to everybody over there on Lockdown Radio again. That's what we stream at if we ain't blocked or canceled by YouTube. Lockdown Radio again, that's one word. Special shout out to Essential X More. Great day, baby. One time for Texas, man. Darian Johnson. What's up, baby? Gotta show some love to my man, IB, that I am. I.B., do me a favor, baby. Tell your mama that I moved to um, Florida, and I would like to uh, uh, possibly have some uh, tacos or some burritos. But I'm pretty sure that she eat that shit. Nachos, maybe. Hey, maybe we can have a sit-down, chop it up since 
Trump ain't president no more, you know. I'm pretty sure she's feeling a little bit better about that. All hell Biden. All hell Biden. Anybody but Trump. Anybody but Trump. Right, uh, great day, uh, DeBrock. Hope all is well with you, baby. Okay, oh, she do. Okay, okay, got you, but she eats rice and beans. We ain't Mexicans. Oh. Well, you know, for the past 13 years I've been knowing you, I be, you know I call y'all Mexican, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, everybody eat beans and goddamn rice stuff for my ass. I I don't do the beans and rice thing. Well, tell her I moved to Florida. I'm in the West Palm area. And tell her if she ever comes further down south. To think about me, maybe we can sit and talk. I will bring security with me, though, because I'm pretty sure your mama want to stab me with a butter knife and shit. You feel me? Hey, y'all don't, do anybody remember when uh, when I be mama uh, hit me up, man? I didn't even know who she was talking about. Oh, my God. No, she didn't even hit me up, man. I did a post, and it was random. It had nothing to do with what she commented. And she said some shit like, um, she said some shit like, um, like, damn, I can't even remember now. I didn't know who she was, but she commented. She was like, she was like, hold on, y'all, give me a minute. Let me go and get in my time machine. <sighs> uh, she said something like, like, um, like, you know, um, you know, you got uh, fucking kids listening to your ass. You got kids listening to you. At least you could, um, um. Teach them about how to be successful or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, I think I think it was something like that, right? And I'm like, oh my god! And I started thinking like, who fucking child is listening to my damn show? That's 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 a child. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck, right? And so, um, damn, I can't even remember now. I should have told this story every week. For the past three years or something, shit. So now I forgot. I don't know how that shit, the, or what the order things. I don't remember. But at the end of the day, so I was like, damn. And I was like, um, you know, the fuck. It's some goddamn, some child sneaking listening to my goddamn show or some shit. So anyway, I um, I um, I clicked on a page and I and I um, I clicked on a profile page on Facebook. And I'm and I'm like I don't know who this lady is and shit. And during that time, she had a um, uh, what do you call that banner that you know something else. You know you got your little icon pitch that you post, but you go on their page, you got the little shit on the wall, you know, little background. And my dumbass didn't even see she had her children on the motherfucker. So I'm just still like, God damn. Some said, man, you need to go back to a page and look again. And then I noticed. You already know, only I be noted. I've noticed that my boo Mario was on the page sitting next to I be ugly. I was like, wait a minute. That got that Mario right there. Ah! And so, uh, and then I was like, oh shit, that's got that I be mama and shit, right? So, um, so I hit her up. I think I hit her up or she hit me up and she just was like, you know, 
It was just long. I can't even go. I It was a lot. We was just going back and forth, you know. I never disrespected her at all. I was so nice because, you know, I plan, I'm been knowing to her, I plan on being her daughter-in-law because Mario, hey, Mario, still coming for you, nigga. Still coming. I was like, I'm not going to disrespect my future mom-in-law. Fuck that shit. You feel me? And then we got down IB and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? IB got down 48 years old and shit. She was like, you know, you got my son head all fucked up and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, so tell your mom I'm in Florida. Tell her come see me. Pull up. Yo, that shit was wild as fuck though, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I really like her, though. No no bullshit, man. I understand. I understand, though. But I was like, God, dog, like, girl, yo, you know how many nuts your son done bust? Your son damn near 50 years the fuck old. Your son is 50 years the fuck old. That nigga ain't doing nothing destructive. He just got a different point of view. To, and I told her the same shit. I basically told her. That was the same time, you know, Sananda had her little her little mind fucked moment on on uh, Trump and shit. So I just told uh, IB mom, like, look here, man, my daughter, my children got different views than me too, and uh, and I'm okay with that shit, you know. I said, I'm okay with that shit. I don't get emotional. And why did I even say some shit like that? I'm not getting emotional. She responded back, I'm not getting emotional. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I, wasn't fucking, I wasn't fucking talking about your ass. God, dog, shit, the hell, God, dog, man, I said, I said, I don't get emotional, man, I let, I let my children, you know, I'm a little wiser, hell of a lot wiser, conserved, you know, whatever the fuck my, my children, mind fucked on, baby, that's just what it is, you know what I'm saying, I'm just there for them, you know, regardless of political views and shit like that, we're not going to have the same, we're not going to have the same, um, you know, opinion on shit, you know what I'm saying, whether it's political or friends or all that other type of shit, baby. But, hey, you know, shoot, you feel me? Man, Shada was still snapping on my ass. She was like, fuck you. And one day, one day, one time she hit me back, and I'll never forget this shit. She was like, she was like, I'm going to tell you right now, bitch, you keep fucking with my son. I'm going I'm to have to come see about your ass. She ain't say all that. I'm getting to what she really said. But she, she was on that type of tone and shit, right? And then, I, but she said some shit like that. She was like, and I'm going to tell you something, bitch. I'm mama bear. I motherfucking cloud the hell out of a motherfucker over my baby. <laughs> she said stuff like she was mama bear and shit. ha, <laughs> ha. I'm like, okay, shit, ain't no big deal, boo. I understand, like, God damn, I be what the hell are you doing to your mama, man? <laughs> big Sal, baby, I dreamt about you, and now I can't remember. It's like two, three days ago, I dreamt about you. It was over the strong beginning, because if 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 it was, you know, not the strong beginning, then I would have told you. Would have hit your ass up though, but yeah, great day, I, uh, Big Sal. Good to see you, sweetheart. One time for my man. One more time, the Brock Obama over there. What up, baby? The Brock said my mama wouldn't listen to you because you remind her of her younger self. Oh, really? 
Oh, really? Mama D? Mm. So she don't want to go back that far, huh? She don't want to go that far. That probably when she was too goddamn had going on and shit. I'm still going to have it going on. Ain't shit going to change around this motherfucker, but this pimp thing going to get stronger. That's about it around this motherfucker in my mind. That's about it, motherfucker. I'm staying just like this, just like this. I show the fuck am. It hit me today um, when I got up and shit, man. I'm like, God damn. In a sense, I'll be 60 in 10 years. <laughs> That shit hit my motherfucking ass like, man, I'll be 60 in goddamn 10 years, man. What the fuck? Ah! Even though I ain't left 40 yet, but it's just, you know, you get the point, though. Like, goddamn, blink. If you blink, boom, 50. Blink again, 60. Like that goddamn shit. Like, God, dog. This shit, I'll be 50. I'll be 60 in goddamn 10 motherfucking years, kind of, sort of, but not really like the fuck. Boy, you know I got to go hard on this body, man. I got to go hard on that goddamn body, baby. Ain't no way in hell, shot it. I'm going to look like I've been fucked, ran through all types of that shit. No. I ain't finna look like that. I ain't finna look like life goddamn through boulders at a bitch and I didn't duck or get the fuck out the way. No goddamn way, baby. How many of y'all almost at 60? Look, uh, where you at, G? You put your ugly ass, old ass hand down. How many of you niggas, uh, damn, listen, if you 40, you'll be 60 in 10 years. I don't give a fuck with nobody, though. Oh, J1, get the fuck out of here, J1. You were 70 13 years ago. Have a seat. Do y'all remember when I thought J1 was 12 years old, then come to find out she was 70? <laughs> Okay, I mean, you remember that shit, man? Everybody thought J-1 was 12. Like, you know, she lived with her mama and daddy. She was like, oh, my God, got to go. My mama and daddy just got out of work. Got to go log off and shit. We thought the bitch was 12 and shit. She would take the mic, sound like a 12-year-old. We was like, okay, we'll let her come on in. We're not doing nothing. And then you remember French? French told what not that French Cho was trying to holler at J-1. I had to protect her because she was 12. Come to find out this bitch 20 years older than goddamn French Cho. I'm done. It's like, hey, don't do fucking talk to J-1. She's 12. Stop it. <laughs> y'all, she still sound young, big fan, man. She still, she still sound young and shit. J-1 fucking Peter Pan, baby. I hope Peter Pan, that's all, be 80 years old, looking like goddamn small wonder, I guess. I don't know what the fuck, but it's incredible, man. All right, so uh, let me see what I got for y'all, because y'all know this is episode eight. We're about to get into that COINTERPRO. I hope y'all enjoyed that boring-ass um, ABC special on Mind Control, because the History Channel on YouTube dropped a brand-new fucking Mind Control it was called, that's the one I played, but YouTube blocked the stream. That shit was going to be good. This motherfucker, they tricked his ass. I don't figure, I can't figure it out, but they um, they shut the stream down for a minute on this motherfucker tonight. But um, they, did, they did a special, but they released it in February 2022, History Channel. 
that's what I was playing for the first hour, and then YouTube blocked it, so I threw up something else on Mind Control, 1970-something, Mind Control. But but this motherfucker uh, on the History Channel, y'all need to check it out. I'll probably play it in the after party when the show goes off or some old shit. I don't know. But um, this motherfucker, yo, they ended up putting a chip in his fucking head. He didn't even know it. So we got to we got to watch that. We got I'm for real. We got to watch that for real, for real. Okay. We gotta watch that history channel, y'all. Do you know the history channel? Um, now that it's interesting because now that you know uh, CIA and FBI and all of them fucktards released the redactment of a lot of the uh, classified files, so now they declassified. So now history channel and all the rest of these little motherfuckers and movies want to um, go, and documentaries want to go. Um, uh, heavy on um, all that shit that's still happening today. And one of the questions I remember uh, last hour was um, the um, the interviewer guy was asking him about how much of the electromagnetic radiation, uh, you know, um, they they gave you. And this shit is current. This shit is right now. As a matter of fact, the name of it is called the dark side of mind control, which is still happening. That's why they're calling it the dark side of mind control, because the chips are in, baby. Used to be mine when the chips were down. Chips are in now, motherfucker. The chips. The chip, bitch. They in the forehead, my fucking. All right, um, let me see what I got for y'all. Fire some boring ass goddamn news before I get into this Co and Tell Pro. Let me see. Uh, nope, nothing. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, TD Jakes. I'll let y'all hear it. TD Jakes said, We are raising our women to be men. Hey! Let me find TD Jakes for y'all real quick. Let y'all hear y'all uh, pastor. Uh, what's y'all pastor name? Who the fuck I just said? T.D. Jakes. Yeah, let me let y'all hear y'all pastor. We are raising, what the fuck that mean? Let's see what he mean by that. We are raising our, he said our women. It's girls, diamonds. Little girls. Women are already women, fuckers. Ignorant motherfucker, you. All right, here it is. Oh, it's on YouTube. Let's see. Hold on, pause and pause and pause and let y'all see this. Hold on, let y'all see this fat motherfucker. Hold up. We are raising our sons to be fat with titties. <laughs> we are raising our sons to be women. That's the fuck the issue is. Uh, give me a second. Let me see. Let me see. Mission Mind Control. All right, here's your boy right here. Here's your boyfriend right here. All right, let's blow his ass up, even though he already blowed up. I'll leave to pour into him. Goddamn commercial about to come in on our black ass. Hold up. Fuck, I hate this shit. I'm going to do an investigation into Christianity. Where would you start? Oh, this nigga never come into the world receiving from her. What? If Adam had not allowed Eve to pour into him, sin would have never come into the world. (laughs) (laughs) 
If Adam had not allowed Eve to pour into him, sin wouldn't have came in the world. It came into the world because Adam broke the order. We were not designed to receive from women. Your self-esteem is compromised when you have to ask your wife for lunch money. <laughs> oh, 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 you done fucked up my happy home, motherfucker. Well, I hope Doc don't hear this shit. Designed to receive from women. Everything came out of him. Real men pour in. When Adam is created and Eve is pulled out of him, he breaks the divine order because men were designed to pour in when he started receiving from her. If Adam had not allowed Eve to pour into him, sin would have never come into the world. All right, now. Sin came into the world because Adam broke the order. We were not designed to receive from women. Your self-esteem is compromised when you have to ask your wife for lunch money. I'm not saying you got to be rich. I'm not saying you got to be uh, famous. I'm saying that you have got to be the one who pours in, not the one who takes out. When Adam started eating out of his wife's hand, sin came in because the divine order was broken. Oh, shit. That means you niggas get your ass up and make me something to fucking eat so I can eat out your goddamn hand. Hi. Get your motherfucking ass up and give me something to eat right now, Taekwondo. So I can eat out your motherfucking hand. Hey, hey, get your ass in the kitchen, motherfucker. Get your ass in the kitchen and feed me. Feed me an egg sandwich. You know I like egg sandwich, don't you? You know that? You want to make Don happy? All she needs is an egg sandwich. Egg, but first I got to teach you how to make my eggs first. Certain way I like my eggs. Come on. Oh, that means you'll be getting out of my hand first. I'll rewind it back, J1J. Rewind it back. Here we go. He said when Adam started eating out of his wife's hand, sin came in. Because the divine order was broken. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? And Adam all of a sudden has allowed the curse to come because he stopped pouring. Women, be careful about pouring too much into us. We are designed to pour into you. And you are designed to take what we pour into you and increase it and make it better. 
It's nasty. You increase it, you appreciate it, and you multiply it. This breaks all sociological. And then won't he come back and ask me for that shit I multiplied and made better? Wouldn't he be in exchange eating right out of my motherfucking hand after that? <laughs> when that motherfucker be doing that shit, here, I'm going to give you that money. I need some lunch money now. I need some lunch money now. Wouldn't it be like, what the fuck? Okay, you have confused niggas except for me. I'm the only Negro you have not confused. What's his name, T.D.? order to the culture we're living in now because we are raising up women to be men. What that mean? What that mean? And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. So men are hateful, nasty, and what else he say? Evil-hearted. That's us now? Because he said women are becoming raised like men, evil, nasty. Well, let's hear this attribute of man again. And that's what we're becoming now, Mr. Jakes. And you are not applauded oh, for wait. your femininity. Wait a minute. You take what we pour into you and increase it. He, he said, y'all motherfucker nasty. You increase it, you appreciate it, and you multiply it. This breaks all sociological order that the culture we're living in now because we are raising up women to be men. Here we go, brothers. Listen. Listen. Listen to what you are until we became it. Okay, y'all ready? Y'all brothers listening? Listen to what you are, a man. This is all your attributes, and this is us now. This is us. We took it. We wear it better. Come on. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are. Ooh, hallelujah. Tough, rough, aggressive, nasty, hateful, possessive. (laughs) Can I get an A-mom? Can I get an A-mom? Let the choir say A-mom. Oh, Lord. When you say how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive. Are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. Fuck your family. You ain't losing no goddamn family. What family? Y'all losing your family. What family? What family, bruh? What that mean? Somebody please tell you. What that mean? Family mean house full of slaves. That what Taekwondo said, family mean house full of slaves. Hey. According to Mr. White Man definition, 
He said a family consists of a male, female, and a child that lives in the same goddamn house. I don't have a family no more. All my family, all my family ain't children. They got their own shit. You feel me? So you really don't have a family. You eventually just, it's just either be you or you and that other motherfucker. But y'all ain't family after that. You know, a child makes up a family, obviously. Once the child wants to get the fuck on him, that's it. No longer family. That's according to Mr. White Man. You know his ice is colder. Let's move on. Losing no goddamn family, mother. Yeah, how you losing a family because of because the bitch got an attitude, because the bitch mean, because the bitch nasty, bitch rough, bitch tough, bitch aggressive and shit. Motherfucker, weak ass men. They are complaining. Strength, womanhood, strength. They are complaining. They can't take your strength. They can't take you, baby. They're weak. They're weak. They can't take you. They're mad because you climbing a damn corporate ladder. That's what the shit is. It ain't that you, hold on. It ain't that you, what is it? Mad, aggressive, mean, nasty, rough, tough. It's the fact that you climbing that corporate ladder. Well, why you ain't never climbed the corporate ladder, nigga, when you had the damn job? Huh? Where was you mad? I get the job, start on the goddamn bottom floor. Next thing I know, I'm on the first floor, second floor, third floor. Ooh, seventh floor. Ooh, eleventh floor. Ooh, fifteenth floor. Goddamn, now, motherfucker, why you couldn't goddamn do that shit? Let's talk about this for a minute, baby. I don't really want to. I really don't need to. I really don't have to. But we're going to talk about this shit for a minute, okay? All these niggas got jobs. All these niggas got jobs. He's a family man. He got jobs. So why the fuck your ass ain't climbing that ladder, okay? Now, I get the job, and all of a sudden, motherfucker, I'm promoted to fucking supervisor, the first three goddamn days. When the f- nigga, you been on the bitch for eight years before I met your ass, married you a little bit later, had some fucking kids, you still in the same motherfucking position that I met you, motherfucker. You got about 17 different supervisors over the past eight goddamn years, motherfucker. You still ain't became that shit. Who the fuck fault is that? Uh... Who fault is that? They mad. Why you mad, bro? They mad, baby. They mad. How the fuck this bitch get from step one to step 11? You mad. You mad. That's all it is. That's all the shit is. You should be applauding her. Remember, man, we've come a long way, Junior. We came a long way, Junior. We're not supposed to be enslaving each other, holding each other back. We got the white man to do that shit. We're supposed to be applauding each other's success. Every step of the way, Adam, Eve, you know what I'm saying? That's what this shit is about. That's what family is about. If little Johnny come home and, and pass the goddamn spelling bee, we applaud his ass. He outranked every last one of them goddamn ugly ass, stupid ass kids in the spelling bee. 
We applaud him. We applaud you, motherfuckers. You do a great thing. But why, when the bitch does something great, she don't get the applause? Only by her children. Only of her children applause, her greatness. What the fuck? That ain't family if your ass ain't motherfucking goddamn as happy as everybody else when the woman takes a step forward. Motherfucker, why is it racism in our own goddamn relationship or sexism? This shit don't go like that. We both applaud. The woman applauds your ass every goddamn day. The child applauds both of our ass every goddamn day. But when she take that step up, only motherfucker clapping is her, her baby, her mama, her friends, her coworkers, and, and, and goddamn motherfuckers that don't even know the bitch. Your ass sitting there mean, mugged, and jealous trying to figure out how to sabotage this bitch. That's not family. We win together. If I win, you win. If you win, I win. If we win together, motherfucker, we're a family that's winning. We don't need to be limping in the Olympics, motherfucker. The fuck is, what the fuck is this bullshit? Goddamn, man, I get a nigga, that nigga better be happy every fucking day. That nigga better motherfucking congratulate a bitch, because I damn sure, I congratulate any motherfucking body. We ain't got to lay together. We ain't got to lay together. I'm more happier for your goddamn ass than you are for yourself. Because you're so busy doing the work, somebody has to remind you how great you are and how you need to stay focused and shit like that. Wake up winning, Big Sal. What the fuck wrong with thee? And this is old-ass, fuck-ass nigga right here, boo. What's up with this shit? What the hell going on? Goddamn, you want a woman to support you in your endeavors, but you don't want to support her in her endeavors. That shit don't go together. Man, we talking about some star players in the family, baby. That's a real family. Everybody a heavy hitter, including the bitch that lays on her back. Fuck. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house. But until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. Oh, oh, because, nigga, we do not look at a man by the clothes on his back or the job that he has. We judge a man by his spirit so we can see if it is of God, if God sent you or the devil sent you, motherfucker. Yeah, that's that's the goddamn issue. Niggas like, I can't even get a bitch because this bitch got seven calls, got her own crib, got her own job. Yeah, niggas. Yes. So what? Are you a genuine person? Are you trustworthy? Are you loyal? Are you intelligent? Okay? That's all. Are you clean, niggas? Do you clean up behind yourself, motherfucker? Do you sit down when you piss? Because that's important. Standing up is unsanitary. Do you make up the bed when you get out the motherfucker? Okay, so no, this ain't about your externities or what you can, what you have. It's what's internalized, what's in you, motherfucker. Okay, 
Bitches been around, baby. We've been around. Our mama's been around. Our mama mama's been around. Our sisters been around. Our aunts been around. And we come to find out 2,000 years the fuck later that it ain't about what a nigga got. Okay? Because we know that in our world of Negroes, no matter the century, the decade, the year, or the day, or the week, or the month, when a motherfucker have money, have a job, have a car, he treats you like shit. He treats you like shit. He treats you wrong. So we don't give a fuck about the material things. We give a fuck about your spirit, your mentality. Are you a loving man? Are you a compassionate man? Because we find out that you think because you bringing in the dead honkies, you can mistreat the whole household, and that's not the way it works. So the black woman is not materialistic. She is more cautious. Because she just don't want any nigga. It's, no, it's not about you got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. It's not about that no more. It's about, motherfucker, are you all right and exact? Are you a man that learns from his mistakes and hurries to correct him? This shit is real. You hear me? This is the most scariest shit for a female. You know what I'm saying? It's the most scariest fucking life for a female. It doesn't matter. You females land up with niggas, you should be scared every day just for the hell of it. You should be afraid because you don't know what the fuck that motherfucker thinking. You know what I'm saying? This shit, wow. I was having a conversation with my mama. Y'all mind me sharing the conversation I had with my mama or my mama had with me? A woman who I've known damn near my whole life, my mama. Man, my mama told me so much shit. This is shit here fucked me up. And I still didn't get this. It hurts my heart. And this woman, man, let me tell you, as a child, you, 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 you think everything is all right and exact, ain't it? As a child, you just believe that you don't see horrors as a child. You know, you're not looking at a woman down and trotting. You're not seeing all of that. So let me just get to the point, right? So 18 years ago, I'm going to call her Janie, all right, just for the hell of it, but that is her name. <laughs> I don't give a fuck till I'm talking about her. So anyway, um, so Janie's husband dies like 18 years ago, Okay. Here's what my mom told me, though. They was married for a long time, okay? As you can tell, young. Janie should possibly be probably in her 70s now. Very beautiful woman. I just remember her as a child. Very beautiful. Beautiful bitch. Beautiful bitch. Okay? And my mama told me this, man. Her husband's name was Billy. Okay? Do you know... She lived in that house with Billy. She got four kids, if I'm not mistaken, four or five. Girl, no water in the fucking house. Completely parvished with this man. 
okay? When I say Pavish, the house was fucked up so bad. And no water, no heat, no none of that shit in the fucking... Yo, my mama told me this shit. This was like back in the fucking 80s. Okay, so if you minus 18 years ago, that's when the nigga died when she finally divorced the mother. This is in the fucking 80s. Okay, probably the 90s too. I don't fucking know. For years. For years. And I said, mama. I said, mama. Why did you not tell that bitch to leave that motherfucker? Why? Ain't no way in hell a woman and her children is supposed to be living in those conditions. He wouldn't do a goddamn thing. You understand? He wouldn't do shit. She stayed with that motherfucker all the way until he died 18 fucking years ago, girl. Ain't no way in hell I'm putting myself and my babies through no shit like this with nan nigga. Nan motherfucker, you hear me? Nan, I don't do no shit like that. I'm, uh-uh, no way. Remember I said there's a difference between mothers and wives. A wife will stay while she suffers and her children ain't got no choice but to goddamn stay. Ain't no way in hell. So he wasn't bringing in no money. He wasn't doing a goddamn thing, right? So she ended up keeping children. Somebody told on them in the neighborhood and so the police and CPS showed up questioning her. Would she actually have a daycare? She wasn't licensed and all that other type of shit, and the house was in bad fucking. She was just trying to make it with this old sorry-ass nigga, won't fix nothing, won't goddamn get the lights on and the fucking water, all types of shit. I didn't even, girl, this shit hurt my fucking heart, Okay. Do you understand that it's about 20,000 bitches right now with a nigga living like that right now, married or not, okay? And my mama said she never knew because she would come over to the house and only be in the living room, you know, and then leave, had no idea. And she would drop me off over there too, boo. You know what I'm talking about? Like, didn't even motherfucking know and shit. Yeah, no running water, no none of that shit. This motherfucker here. So in, in, anyway, um, something happened. So um, here's something interesting she told me. Listen to this shit. Damn, I, I forgot. I probably got to call my mom on this one. She said that she wanted the house real bad, Janie. She wanted the house real bad. That nigga wouldn't even get a one, okay? And so... Um, Damn, what the fuck did she do? Something happened where the universe gave her like 40000 fucking dollars. I think she played a scratch off, went to bingo, went to the casino or something. Out of nowhere, she got the down payment for the fucking house, right? Bought the fucking house. Finally got the house, moved her family and that nigga, her husband, in the house, because that's the house she always wanted, the universe gave it to her. And um, that motherfucker, 
Something that she said that nigga did, and Janie lost it, lost the house. And I told my mama, I said, Mama, males are super jealous, and they seek to sabotage when she makes a way out of no way, and she doesn't have it anymore. I said, that's the same shit happened to me, you know. That motherfucker made sure I ain't had that shit before I had second, baby. Okay? Got it on my own. That's a motherfucker. That shit there is some shit. What up, King K? The the males they complain about are the, are the ones they raise. Say what? Talk to me. Those are the ones they like today. Say what? They ain't got no spirit. Just a bunch of demons, always have been. But that shit scared me, you know. Even the nigga I got scared me, so I'd motherfucking, hey, five minutes of funk, baby. Then you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. That fucked up real bad, and I don't, I don't forgive, and I don't forget, okay? I just move the fuck on. I do not play that shit. I do not. Mm-mm. Sorry, you'll never be able to get back in my grace, baby. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You'll never be able to get back in my bed. You'll never be able to goddamn put a toothbrush in this motherfucker. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Mm-mm. I don't play that. I am a mother. I need to keep my sanity. I need to keep my sanity. Okay, I don't want to lose my goddamn mind if 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 if, 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 if my baby ain't right. You feel me? So I got to keep my fucking sanity. I has no fucking way, no fucking way, Mm-mm. no fucking way. No, 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 no. All right, back to uh, fat boy. Back to this motherfucker. Boy, men are bold. That was a fat bitch on stage saying all of that shit, the opposite of this motherfucker. Everybody be like, this old fat old ass bitch need to shut the fuck up with a fat old ass. She need to go to L.A. Fitness or some shit. Everybody just let let these niggas just unkempt looking ass motherfuckers just run a goddamn muck. Nobody checks man, though. Nobody checks his motherfucking ass. I was a fat bitch saying the opposite. mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own house, but until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. <laughs> stop coming home bragging about how much you don't need me and then you wonder why I shy away. Shy away. Shy away. Oh, my God. We got to have a conversation on what type of men is this. On the planet, no woman needs a man. Reverend T.D. Jakes, no woman needs a man. And God said, I see Adam is lonely. I don't want him to be lonely. I don't want him to be alone. So let me get him a woman. Then say that for for Eve. 
Did not say that about Eve. Eve was just skipping, goddamn jump roping and shit, playing jack stones and uno with her friends and shit. God damn it. You feel me? Doing cheers, minding her goddamn business, using a hula hoop with a little friends with Tukiak and all the rest of them bitches. And all of a sudden, Eve! What? Playing with my bitches. Girl, there's some lonely-ass nigga on the other side of this goddamn guard, and I need you to keep the motherfucker company because man can't be alone. So what the fuck are you talking about? Women don't need man. Y'all know that. This is the absolute fucking truth. This is the absolute fucking truth. This is the absolute what, what make it look like it's a lie is that man's impression Man's philosophy to these women put in their head that they are not to be alone. And these bitches, for all these hundreds of thousands of fucking years, believe that lie. She started to believe that shit. But bitch, please, bitch, please, she don't need man. That's not how your story go, Mr. King K. You just sitting there all alone, God looking down, saw your countenance drop. You looking at the male bird and the female bird, and you looking at the queen bee getting fucked by all the male bees having her babies. You looking at the mama bear, daddy bear, and you seeing all these couples of nature and shit, and your countenance drop, and you just your dumbass by your motherfucking self. And God said, damn, Adam have now observed relationships with the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees up above. He must know love. I'm going to send him some woman. Because the nigga's lonely. Seeing everybody playing with each other, having a great time. And this son of a bitch is lonely. Yep. So, no, we don't. No, we don't need man. No. God saw that Adam needed a woman. Yes or no? Come on. That's the Bible. He saw that Adam needed a woman, motherfucker. This is why it's so natural for us to be like, oh, fuck, I don't want to say no goddamn man, because we ain't the one. We ain't the one. Come on, y'all. We know the truth. That bitch leave you today, you fucked up. You fucked up, baby. You'll, you'll keep pushing. You'll do your best. And that bitch is just a skipping, just a laughing all day long, enjoying her goddamn life. Goddamn it, I know I got a nigga. I leave that nigga. I left that motherfucker. Nigga ain't goddamn nigga still trying. He the devil. The devil gonna always try to get in that woman's garden. Okay? Always got to figure out how to get back in that motherfucker. Whether it's the bitch that left you or a new bitch, you got you sit there, you contemplate, you scheme. Trying to figure out how to get this because your ass don't want to be alone. But, in words of myself, you don't play fair. You don't play fair. That's all. You don't play fair. 
So nobody want to play with you. You want to talk back to me this morning. The conversation has become, let's prove to the men how how dispensable they are. And it is born out of pain because we hurt you and betrayed you and lied to you and cheated to you. And you became like you became out of pain. But watch what is born out of pain. But A happy bitch. What the fuck? This bitch ain't going around goddamn sharp shooting niggas. She ain't going around just snatching niggas up, raping them, breaking their dicks off and throwing them in trash cans after that shit been done to her. Get the fuck out of here. Woman is stronger than man. She doesn't do that shit. She don't inject herself with AIDS and then goddamn trick off so that a goddamn, so she could just fuck up every man's goddamn life. The fuck? No, pain is the great teacher. That was one of her curse, Mr. Uh, fucking TJ, T.D. Jakes. Ye shall have great pain. You shall travail in childbirth. Great pain. Pain is the greatest teacher. It teaches us something, sir. It doesn't turn us into a man's killer, like they call lady killer. It doesn't turn us into where we just ride by finding a man, walking, asking do he want to ride, and then he end up stinking in the bushes. Motherfucker. This ain't a whole bunch of missing black men on this fucking planet. It's a whole bunch of missing black women still on this goddamn planet. So no matter how hard we hurt, no matter how much pain we've experienced with man, it doesn't turn us into a fucking killer or an abuser. It turns us into the wiser to the wise woman that avoid men so that she won't ever have to experience that shit ever again because some a whole bunch of women, millions of women in every decade is dead because she took her ass and went back in the cage with man. She died. Some of them are walking dead right now. This ain't got nothing, nigga. The fuck is you talking about? The fuck is this retarded motherfucker? See, he going to stay on the platform long. White man loves this motherfucker. Long as you lying. Now, let's hear what he say about this pain. Watch this. Watch what you turn into that's not true. Oh, I can never be king, only Benjamin. That that is born out of pain is the way you cope with disorder. Insist. For better out of me, rather than replacing me. Insist for better out of me, rather than replacing me. Are you fucking kidding me? First of all, if you a man, you should already be man. You are not a child. Ain't nobody got time to try to raise your old motherfucking ass to be a better man. You supposed to got all that shit from your goddamn mama and daddy, from, from your higher self, from all that shit. Ain't nobody got time to fucking insist, insist every goddamn day, insist. Get up. Get up, Leroy. Get up. 
Today is the day that I want to see you become a better man. Up, up on your feet. Get up. Bitch, you don't listen. I don't don't take orders from you, woman. I ain't listening to you, bitch. Go. Get out of here. Let me finish laying my ass down. You ain't the man of me, bitch. (laughs) Like the fuck? If you ain't already better, baby, man, it's going to be some chaos and some fucking domestic violence, okay? Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Why you think domestic violence so damn high? Okay, that shit don't work. Remember the bitch that got thrown out the window naked last week, y'all? She was trying to turn him into a better man. Baby, you got to go. My bitch at the door. No, no, I don't want to go. Why don't you just tell her to leave? I was here first. Fuck that bitch and threw out the goddamn window. Can't, it's no, you can't talk to these niggas. <laughs> Why don't you be the better man and just tell her to leave? That shit don't work, man. Oh, but it might, okay, I'm moving on. Let me get to my pro, man. Black men is on the brink of distinction anyway. No need to get this motherfucker no energy. Let me mute this. Put myself back on the screen. I'm sick of that shit. This shit makes no sense. None of that shit that motherfucker saying. <laughs> Make a better me. Motherfucker, if you are fucked up, you need to be by yourself till you get right. That's not the way it's supposed You're not supposed to be a fucked up person looking for somebody. Okay? I would never. I'm never that. I'm never that. I don't give a fuck how fucked up I am. I ain't looking for no goddamn body. Let me get myself together because I don't want to bring that, that demonic spirit, that, that um, uncooperative spirit to a friend, a family a man, okay, got dog it. That's common fucking sense, but man ain't got it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This motherfucker here, man. White man, if you don't goddamn tax his motherfucking ass right now, break his goddamn church, or I'm going to fuck you up. I'm coming for you if you don't shut this old bitch nigga ass down. Feed ignorance to these diamonds in his audience. I'm coming for you, Mr. Whitey. You better do something now. Don't make me call my mama. I call Mother Nature on that motherfucker, so you better put your put your slave goddamn field house nigga in check. Because that's your nigga. That's not my nigga. That's not my Negro. All right. So y'all ready for some COINTEL pros? Like, hell yeah, goddamn it. That's, but I didn't even expect that shit to be like that. I just want to tell y'all that. Mm. Well, the man and the woman have always existed together. King K, if you don't dial out of this motherfucker and come back in with some new clothes on. That's not true, baby. Sorry to tell you. The woman was here first, sweetheart. Talking about pour into her. Well, who fed you when you was inside of a body? Who poured into you? Fuck out of here. Who did you cling to, motherfucker? You cling to her. The Bible said a man shall leave his family and cleave to his wife. This motherfucker is an antichrist. (laughs) And the fucking audience is just a clapping. Wait a minute. You're supposed to cleave to her. That's including eating out of her fucking hand, right? Cleave to her, right? And that right, man, come on, man. See why I left the church. I didn't leave the church because the Bible, uh, the 
five books of Moses ain't right in exact. Actually, I ain't never even been in the church. That's a damn lie. You feel me? But if I had been in the church, they would have put me out there, motherfucker. Because I know that guy. If I, hey, I, if I don't know nothing else about that damn book, bitch, I know Genesis. I know, I know goddamn Genesis chapter 1, 2, and motherfucking 3 and 4, okay? I know Genesis 1, 2, 3, and 4. I don't go no further. So I can bust them outside the head with that shit right there. Okay? Anyway, white man loves that shit, though. He, he loves it. He loves it when a black man shit on a black woman. Meanwhile, white man at the table with five black women saying that they have something valuable that they need. They have immortality, their blood. Look at this shit. And we'll pay you for it. We'll even pay you for your period blood. Look at this shit here. You see this ignorant ass shit? This is pathetic. This is pathetic. We should get better. We should not be getting worse, you know? We should not be getting worse, you know? You shouldn't, we should not. Blame your motherfucking self, period. Then life will get better. Can't blame nobody for your goddamn fucked upness. Can't blame nobody because the bitch left. She left you because you wasn't that. You garbage. She's sick of that bullshit. She's sick of that bullshit. She go to bed at night real good, too. She ain't got to deal with nobody waking up with a heart on. She ain't got to deal with that shit. She ain't got to feel obligated. Somebody less than a fucking slave. Black man is a slave. The black bitch is less than a fucking slave when she get one. It's a damn shame. You know? This shit is fucking disgusting, Your Honor. And the children have to see that shit and look at it as normally good. Normally good, you know. I listen to the older ass niggas be like, My mama and dad have been together for so long, my mama did this, my daddy did that. It was they had a great look relationship. Motherfucker from a child's mind, son of a bitch. Mm mm. No way. Okay, King, where you at? Because I'm about to get into this COINTELPRO. The great father and the great mother has no parents. Stop with that. Stop making up shit. Who? Who, who breastfed the father? <laughs> then leave it alone. I'm not playing with you. Then who breastfed his ass? Oh, my goodness. I was listening to the, I want to share this shit with y'all. I was listening to the New Covenant, right, class uh, back in the early 90s. Bart, there's a part in that motherfucker when Dr. York was like, um, in the New Covenant, the Elohim, one of them, right? And you know that guy is asking him a lot of questions. And he was like, the guy was like, man, you're giving me so much, I don't know where to start at, that same guy. Well, in the beginning, Dr. York was just talking real natural to this nigga, right? <laughs> and so Dr. York was like, um, yeah, and um, so Dr. York was like, blah, 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 blah. And um, you know what I'm saying? And Adam, Adam had a mother and a father, and Eve had a mother and a father. And then the boy say, wait a minute. Are you, you said that Adam and Eve had a mother and a father? <laughs> Yo, you know which one I'm talking about. That nigga, that nigga. Oh, you believe. You believe in the dirt story. 
You believe that God made some dirt and blew into the dirt and shit? Oh, my God. And you happen to be a man with, uh, that have a woman and fucks her and get her pregnant. And your dumb ass believe that goddamn? No. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something right now. I'll be 60 and almost, I'm fucking 10 years, okay? You, do you, let me ask you, sister, this. Do you honestly think I'm going to fuck with a nigga that believe that bullshit? Do you honestly think I'm going to fuck with a nigga that believe that bullshit? I'm, watch me call an educated, I can call an educated Negro right now and ask this motherfucker, how did God create Adam? And this motherfucker tell me, and if I say you believe that shit, he say yes. I'm telling you, ain't no way I'm here. I'm fucking with a dumbass mother. We too old for that shit. Anybody with that type of mentality is dangerous. The older they get and they grow into that 40 years, 30 years, 25 years, 30 years old, 37 years old, 40-something old, 50-something old, 60-something, motherfucker, stay the fuck away from that shit. Because you know what else it breeds? Ignorance. A slave mentality, which means he's going to oppress you, okay? He don't want nothing good really for himself or others. It breeds so much shit, okay? I'm telling you, it breeds so much. Oppression and suppression he's going to give because he has no intellect, no intelligence. For real intelligence is not given to you by a white man's paper. No common fucking sense. No common sense. Run. Run. That should be the first question you ask a nigga. Hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, pretty lady. Excuse me, pretty lady. You married, nigga. You believe that God uh, created man from the dust of the fucking ground, nigga. Yeah. Motherfucker, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> get the fuck away from me, dummy. You dumb motherfucker. Use a no-no. All right, let's go. Call and tell pro, ladies and gentlemen. Call and tell pro. All right, y'all. This is the uh, new finished program, Call and tell pro, on the Don Nicole Young Show, baby, episode eight. Call and tell pro. What it stands for, boys and girls, counterintelligence program. Teach your children that. That's very important. Counter intelligent program, which was primarily run by the FBI as a covert action program against domestic dissidents. The use of infiltration, psychological warfare, harassment through the legal system, and the use of extra-legal force and violence, including murder, probably began in the 1950s and is now a permanent feature of the United States government. Targets included the Civil Rights Movement, the Anti-War Movement, the Environmental Movement, opposition political parties, basically any progressive group in American society, any progressive group. Dissidents stole FBI files in 1971 that detailed COINTELPRO operations at the same time the Pentagon Papers were published 
detailing decades of systematic government lying about the Vietnam War to the American people. Watergate hit the front pages with the story of a clandestine squad of White House plumbers that broke into Daniel Ellsberg's psychiatrist's office in an effort to smear him. The plumbers were caught burglarizing the offices of the Democratic National Committee, and eventually nationally televised congressional hearings revealed a full-blown program of dirty tricks to subvert the anti-war movement as well as the Democratic Party by forging letters, leaking false news items to the press, stealing files, and roughing up demonstrators. The operation was traced back to the Attorney General and the White House, implicating the FBI, the President and his top staff. Now, the fact that the President felt compelled to use former intelligence assets and their Cuban, Cuban missionaries, miss, mercenaries, sorry, did I say missionaries? Mercenaries, can we start the fuck up? The fact that the President felt compelled to use former intelligence assets and their Cuban mercenaries to form his own personal COINTELPRO squad to attack his enemies was curious, considering that this could have been accomplished much easier by simply getting the FBI or other agency to do what they have been doing so successful for decades. Watergate was exposed fairly well, but the Senate and congressional hearings into the activities of the FBI and CIA were crushed. The Senate committee's report was edited by the agencies being investigated before its publication. The House committee's report, including an account of FBI and CIA obstruction of its inquiry, was suppressed altogether. Senator Church and Congressman Pike, the committee chairs, were both targeted in their re-election campaigns by the intelligence agencies and defeated their careers destroyed. The Freedom of Information Act did open up access to FBI documents and lawsuits, forced the release of some COINTEL profiles to the media, but many of the most important files were withheld or destroyed and former operatives report that the most heinous crimes were never committed to writing. William C. Sullivan, who ran the COINTELPRO program in the 1960s, was killed in 1977. Again, William Sullivan, who ran the COINTELPRO program in the 1960s, no, yeah, was killed in 1977 in an uninvestigated hunting accident, y'all, shortly before giving public testimony to a grand jury. Uh, we're going to kill you in a hunting accident. The only FBI officials uh, who were ever prosecuted for COINTELPRO crimes were quickly pardoned by the president. We need to find that. We need to pull that up. The president, uh, first the president and who he pardoned due to the COINTELPRO crimes. There was an appearance of reform that was largely aimed at placating a weary public 
that had become disillusioned with government. Due to scrutiny, the programs were muted for several years, but began to increase in activity again in the 1980s. The most prominent target of COINTELPRO in the 1960s was Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., who received a blackmail letter from J. Edgar Hoover that detailed evidence of Dr. King's extramarital affairs with orgies and orgies with Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe, the man Marilyn Monroe, and suggested that he should suicide himself to preclude the release of the material to the press and its negative effect on his family and his mo and his movement. Uh, it was somebody was like, was that you, J1? We were listening to Dr. York a couple of days ago, and he was like, wait a minute, now, Dr. York, uh, didn't uh, Martin Luther King was fucking Marilyn Monroe and doing orgies with all them white boys? Yeah, 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 baby. That's also in the Cointel profile, the letter. Yeah, oh, yeah, girl, you know, any nigga 30, 20, some 30 years old going to be, be a part of a whole bunch of white man's orgies, superstars, all that type of shit. That nigga was around everybody. That nigga is polite. If you think of polite, how he got started now, think of where that nigga at now. Yeah, yeah. Polite wasn't the first. Martin, Luke, King, and Malcolm. All right, so, um, yeah, told him to kill himself. So the surveillance of King included the 112th Military Intelligence Unit. They hired, they got the, so damn, how you say that? How do you say it? Is it 112th or 112th Military? And is it, a do you say 100, 112th or 102 or 11-2, 12th? How do you say it in military words? Well, fuck it. The 112th Military Intelligence Unit has surveillance on King and the use of the U-2 spy plane to take photos. They had fucking drones back then, (laughs) y'all. Keep an eye on this motherfucker. King was marked barely a month before his murder for elimination as a potential messiah who could unify and electrify the black movement. That's not true. He wanted black people to be with white people. Totally off. Totally off. That nigga was not it, but they thought he might have been. But no, 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 no. And they found out he can't be the one. This nigga is eating a goddamn tranny's pussy and the orgy. A nigga that has that ability to electrify and unify, baby, to call it the Messiah, I mean, it has the attributes of a Messiah. It has mastered its sexual lower nature. It doesn't participate. Anyway, let's move on. King was marked barely a month before his murder. For He was marked for an elimination as a potential Messiah who could unify and electrify. That's what they stopping. Y'all know that, right? That's the point of everybody getting drunk at the bar. Unify and electrify. Take your ass back to Chapter 6 of the Holy Tablets. Now take your ass back to 2018, 19. 
your shizats, your drinks at the bar. That's to stop it. All right. Anyway, so unify and electrify. Where am I? Oh, the black movement. Okay. So the FBI planned to replace him in his role of the leadership of the Negro people with conservative black lawyer Samuel Pierce, later named to Reagan's cabinet. The theme of a force, suicide, is repeated on other targets by COINTELPRO, most notably Jean Seberg, an actress involved in civil rights. Seberg's husband received a forged letter detailing an affair she was supposedly having with a black activist. The actress, who was pregnant at the time, attempted suicide, suffered a miscarriage, and eventually did commit suicide. Forced suicide on a target allows intelligence agencies deniability for the crime. In effect, it is the perfect crime. That's why y'all notice all these fake-ass suicides. That's why we say that, uh-uh, something wrong with that shit. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, y'all don't. Okay, never mind. Zena, where you at? What do you mean? Lord, I'm so glad you said next on that nigga. Huh? <laughs> huh, Zena? Okay, what you mean next? Um, N-E-C-K-X-S, whatever the fuck. Um, listen, y'all. Listen. They still doing that for a suicide. Just want to tell you that. Don't believe none of that shit. All right, so... A total of 2,370 officially approved, listen to this number, 2,370 officially approved COINTELPRO actions were admitted to the Senate Intelligence Committee, but thousands more have since been revealed. Oh, we need to check it out. Ultimately, the FBI documents disclose six major official counterintelligence programs as well as non-COINTELPRO covert operations against Native Americans, Asian Americans, Arab Americans, Iranians, and others. The major violence of the domestic terrorist campaign was directed at the black nationalists and American Indian movements. These individuals were readily imprisoned on false charges or assassinated. COINTELPRO did murder Caucasian targets, but did so in fewer numbers than minority personalities. The theory of counterinsurgency operations was first codified by Frank Kitson, the British commander in Malaysia and Northern Ireland, among other places. His book, Low Intensity Operations, Subversion, Insurgency and peacekeeping insist that infiltration and psychological operations be mounted against dissident groups in normal times before any mass movement can develop. Y'all wonder why we ain't got no mass movement today? All right. These tactics have been adopted by U.S. intelligence agencies against individuals and progressive movements within American society. Infiltration of the KKK by the FBI reached 
10 to 20% of its membership at the height of the civil rights struggle. These assets, along with neo-Nazi groups, were used to attack civil rights workers and activists. Didn't I tell y'all, y'all government with them motherfuckers? Didn't I tell you they infiltrated the KKK and the neo-Nazi groups and they, so they can fucking start fucking up civil rights people? That's your government did that shit. That's COINTELPRO. Didn't I fucking tell you that? KKK ain't never did no whole shit like that until they infiltrated. And the neo-Nazis, they were minding their business. Yeah, that's why they want to kill your boy. Remember your boy, Fred Hammond? Anybody seen it? The black messiah? That nigga, that nigga got with the skinhead and the fucking Hispanics. They pulled them motherfuckers together and said, our enemy is the goddamn white boy. It's your fucking government plotting us against each other. They did. That's what they do. That's what they do. God damn it. They still doing this shit. But there's no pro-black movements going on right now. They shut that shit down except for ours and we're in the basement, so. I got rid of everybody except for T.D. Jakes and, 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 and uh, what's that boy name? T.D. Jakes and, um, come on, hear me out. What's the boy name? Dollar and whoever the fuck else. They stand there. You know if they stand there long, you know that you know you're working for the white man. You know you are not about black liberation, motherfucker. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, shitting on black women. Doing a good job. That's exactly what they want. Now, let's move on. Listen to this shit again. Infiltration of the KKK by the FBI reached 10 to 20% of its membership at the height of the civil rights struggle. These assets, along with neo-Nazi groups, were used to attack civil rights workers and activists. The man who bombed the church in Birmingham, Alabama, was an FBI informant and an agent provocateur. The favorite tactic used in infiltration of activist groups is the snitch jacket, where suspicion of being an informant is used against legitimate leaders. See that? Saw how smooth the motherfuckers did it? is used against legitimate leaders, the snitch jacket. The operatives are directed to disrupt meetings, spread rumors, inflame disagreements over what people normally fight over, money, politics, race, gender, to to exacerbate rivalries and jealousy and to lead zealous activists into unnecessary danger and set them up for prosecution. Y'all hear that shit? Listen to this track, bitch. You hear this? Y'all hear this? This shit is wild. False news stories, forged documents, come on now, wake up, and in anonymous letters and phone calls as well as pressure on landlords and employers make up just some of the strategies used to show. And you niggas vote today. COINTELPRO operations are presently being incorporated 
presently being presently being incorporated into the development of microwave and radio frequency weapons. Again, COINTELPRO operations are now being incorporated. Well, been this is a well been incorporated into the development of microwave and radio frequency weapons. Dissidents that in the past were visibly attacked or assassinated in a traditional manner and now targeted for elimination using electromagnetic weapons. Calling it suicide. Calling it suicide. Calling it heat stroke shit. I don't fucking know. Calling it all types of shit. Ain't no telling. Calling it car crash. Come on, y'all. Where y'all at? Who Angela Davis went white, Lady Gay? <laughs> all of them got jobs working at universities, white man's university. Ain't none of them working at goddamn Spelman, Howard, Morehouse. They all working at what Caucasian University. Say it loud. I ain't black and I ain't proud. That's right, Angela. And all the rest of you niggas. Going right to them motherfuckers. Let's move on. She was an informant. That's all that bitch was. Just played everybody. All, just think of all the big faces you've seen. All of their ass was COINTELPRO informants. All of them. Tell them I said it. For real. Can't trust nobody, man. God give you a mission. You got to do it on your own. Look here. We doing, what the fuck are we doing? Weapons. We on weapons right now? COINTELPRO, dissidents, pass. All right, electromagnetic, traditional matter. Okay, dissidents um, that in the past were visibly attacked or assassinated in a traditional manner are now targeted for elimination using electromagnetic weapons. These internal dissidents are used as human guinea pigs and experimental subjects in terminal experiments that are designed to force a suicide, incarceration, or premature death due to the effects of non-ionizing and ionizing radiation. These political assassins are accomplished with invisible bullets that leave no obvious injuries. The theme of forced suicide, such as Martin Luther King or Seabird, blackmail letters, has remained constant. What is different is that driving a target to suicide using microwave hearings as well as other techniques is perfectly deniable because these individuals are tormented invisibly and unable to receive help from the psychiatric community due to the symptoms of the attacks, mimicking symptoms of schizophrenia that naturally affects several million fucking Americans. Thus, the intelligence agency achieved perfect deniability for their crimes. They got a hell of a lot more sophisticated, y'all. Do you hear this? Y'all hear this? Listen to this track, bitch. Look, do y'all hear this shit? This is happening right the fuck now. 
Let's give a moment of silence. Y'all motherfuckers don't give a fuck. I give a fuck, okay? I give a shit. Why you think I'm so loyal to making sure I finish this new fitness program? This is for real. This is for real. This electromagnetic fucking weapons, man. In the first hour I played, but YouTube shut down the fucking stream. Fuck you. This was the, and, and it was History Channel. Remember, I just said this shit, but I'm, I don't mind repeating myself again. It's called The Dark Side of Mind Control. And that guy, these symptoms here, this guy, the guy that they interviewed, did a whole special on, that's, they did that shit to him. This was fucking February, bitch. That electromagnetic fucking weapon, they used that shit on that nigga. Okay, they used it on him. That's why we gonna watch it after my after this fucking show. Okay, we gonna play. I'm gonna drop the fucking link in the after party, and I want you motherfuckers to stay the fuck up and watch this shit with me. So when Tuesday come, we gonna talk about that shit, and y'all gonna help me remember some of the goddamn shit. Because I'm going to forget. And <laughs> I'm going to forget. So we got to watch it, okay? You got me? King, I'm going to drop the link. Want me to drop the link now for y'all? Because, um, you know, YouTube on that whole ass shit. But um, let me read that last little bit. Listen to this shit closely. What is different is that driving a target to suicide using microwave hearing as well as other techniques to receive help. Oh, fuck it. I skipped a line. What is different is that driving a target to suicide using microwave hearing as well as other techniques is perfectly deniable because these individuals are tormented invisibly and unable to receive help from the psychiatric community due to the symptoms of the attacks mimicking symptoms of schizophrenia that naturally affects several million Americans. Thus, the intelligence agency achieved perfect deniability for their crimes. Um, motherfucker, I'm going to do this. These internal dissidents are used as human guinea pigs, this is right now, and experimental subjects, and terminal experiments that are designed to force a suicide, incarceration, or premature death due to the effects of non-ionizing and ionizing radiation. Invisible fucking bullets, y'all, with no injuries. You got to watch the History Channel. Remind me when this show goes the fuck out, play it in the after party, okay? This shit, wow. Now, this is nine... Chapter 9, the CIA blow, blow, uh, fucking blowback. Um, fuck. I'm at a freeze right now. I'm thinking whether I should play that motherfucker and just mute YouTube. All in favor? Let YouTube shut it down and we play it and we can talk about this shit because I want y'all to hear this shit. Because I got other shit to do at 1 o'clock. You feel me? 
And we about to go into overtime. So y'all want to do it that way. Um, y'all want to do it that way. All right, do it that way. So um, I'm going to drop this link. Click that direct connect button if you want to hear it because YouTube going to um, censor the show. They're going to stop the stream. I'm about to play this motherfucker. Y'all can kiss my goddamn ass. Fuck that. I got shit to do at 1 o'clock. Feel me? I got shaded twat. My nigga coming. The fuck? I do a lot, baby. Got shaded twat. Okay, um, overtime. Click that button. Click the direct connect button. Hurry up and get in. You click the direct connect button that gets you into the switchboard. I'm going to play it because I want you all to fucking hear this shit. Now, I'm not wasting my time with you motherfuckers after 1 o'clock. I got to shave the twat. Now, look here. Call in number. Hurry up. Or use that little link I just dropped. Call in number is 425-569-5274. Again, the number is 425-569-5274. And, uh, yep, I'm going to play it in the after party and on the show right the fuck now. I want because we got to talk about this. All right, you game, Ty? Everybody game in the after party, right? She doc, you want it? You want to hear it? Let me um, grab it and drop the link in the uh, YouTube for these motherfuckers so they can um, whatever fuck, whatever these humans be wanting to do with their life shit. Give a fuck. Um, here it is. Hold up. That's it. It's In Search of the Dark World of Mind Control, Season 1, Episode 7 on the History Fucking Channel. Okay? He meets with a victim who was surgically implanted with an electronic harassment device in his head and neck. It's the History Channel. This is a special documentary, and they released it on February the 13th. Y'all better fucking subscribe to the History Channel. They ain't fucking finished either. They got some more shit for your ass. Um, Here's here's the YouTube one right here before we uh, mute YouTube. Here's the link for... um, the History Channel. That's the link right there. And we about to goddamn go into the dark so this cracker won't be able to see. Because you know white people can't see in the dark, right? All right, so you two, you about to hear silence because you two don't stop no damn show. So, y'all ready for this? Y'all ready? You two don't stop no show, baby. You two don't stop no show. Okay, I'm about to, um, Pebble, I dropped the link, fuck. Yeah, because I'm about, we about to go into overtime and I want to play this shit, Pebbles, but you two keep, um, you two going to block it with they bitch ass, okay? You two going to block it. You got me? Dun, 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 dun. All right, so, and everybody in the after party going to be able to see the video, Hmm, how y'all gonna see the video? Strange. Cause YouTube gonna block it. If I mute YouTube. Yeah, YouTube gonna block the stream. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um Fuck it. I'm about to mute YouTube right now and we're going into overtime. You got five minutes. Call in, Skype in, or click on the um direct connect button I just gave y'all to come to the after party. 
We're about to mute these some bitches. And when I pause, I unmute YouTube and run my mouth. <laughs> Here we go. And about to mute YouTube. YouTube, you about to be muted right now. Action. All right, the experiments in this program was conducted by professionals, okay? Because they're going to take the chip out of his fucking brain. For thousands of years, powerful forces, both good and evil, have sought ways to control the human brain. Ancient tales have described bizarre rituals involving voodoo, and brainwashers designed to enslave the minds of thousands. Today, recent advances in technology have made this fear all too real. And no one knows this better than Kansas native James Wolbert. In the year 2004, I had become a victim of mind control. I had been drug and implanted in my own home. That nigga said 2004, okay? What year the fuck are we in? <laughs> I experienced trembling and shaking, remote burning, jolts, shocks. The implants have been inside of my body for 14 years. I know who targeted me, and I know why. There's a 100% possibility that we're being recorded right now. How is it possible for people like James to fall victim to mind control? are dark forces enslaving people around the world. Can anyone's brain be manipulated by evil? My search begins now. My name is Zachary Quinto. As an actor, I've played many supernatural characters that blur the line between science and fiction. I'm drawn to the unknown, the otherworldly, and Nigga, those hurry up, nobody gives a fuck. They call everything into question. I'm exploring some of the most enduring mysteries that continue to haunt mankind in search of the truth, wherever it leads me. Since the dawn of early civilizations, when rival cultures waged bloody battles to advance their different ideologies, many have dreamed of controlling the minds of others while preventing enemies from controlling theirs. Such as the 15th century Malleus Maleficarum reveal our dark appetite for torture, mysterious potions, and spells to enslave another's mind. Spells. But these are only the beginning. During the Cold War, the Soviet Union spent billions of dollars on its psychotronic program to control the minds of its adversaries and create real-life Manchurian candidates. Weapons programmed to change the course of history. These frightening historical... Uh, I thought Manchurian candidates was a goddamn uh, conspiracy, she thought. Motherfuckers just using that shit loosely now. Now that the CIA done goddamn release all this shit. <laughs> How make me wonder, is mind to change the course of history? 
These frightening historical accounts make me wonder, is mind control possible? And is it happening today? I've located a man named James Walbert who claims he was surgically implanted by a business rival and placed under mind control against his will. He's an entrepreneur and an inventor of antibacterial plastic products. I woke up in my bed right. with blood coming out of my left ear, my jaw swollen, and my right shoulder was affected as well. I had been drugged and implanted in my own home. I started hearing like super high-pitched static sound. Isn't that what the people, um, those uh, government, whatever the fuck you call them, she doc, that Obama them sit to Cuba and then blame Russia and Cuba for that shit? Y'all got to pay attention to the clues, baby. They dropping clues. This is the same shit that um, those, um, I told y'all Obama them did that shit to, them, uh, to their own people. But that's neither here there. I'm always right. I'm right before the movie is over. I thought it was being disrupted from a distance. There was most certainly something there. I could feel it on my nervous system. Like my arm would jump. Oh, my leg would jump. Did you have testing done at all to see what was causing this stuff? And I had an MRI done and they had found a foreign body in my left ear and into my neck. Oh my God, so this is the actual... That is the actual capsule in my right trapezium. So like here, basically. That's what they call a tracker chip. I was under a constant state of mind control. That's what what they put in everybody now. See that? Test subjects first. You know what I'm saying? That's what they putting in people. Stay away from people. Y'all know y'all need to. Y'all the goddamn chosen one. So you better stay the fuck away from people. I'm staggered by this on so many levels. First of all, that someone would be so diabolical to do this. It sounds like something out of a spy movie. So you are the first person in the history of the United States to win a court case that's based in a form of what's considered electromagnetic terrorism in a way, right? Yes. Uh, uh, 2004, electromagnetic terrorism, write that shit down. He won this case. This some real shit. This ain't no Hollywood bullshit. Okay, motherfucker? Hollywood is prophetic. Or tell it as soon as they get it. This motherfucker won the case on that electromagnetic ass shit that was done to his ass. Come on now. Come on. Yes. How long did it take you to build a case? It took me a year and a half to build a solid case. Hired two private investigators. They both researched every single thing I said. I presented all of my evidence, and the FBI immediately identified suspects. I took them to court and won. Now there's 21 laws against illegal implantation in the United States. Prior to that, if you'd ever even mentioned an implant, you were paranoid, you were delusional. When you talk to someone like James, what seems 
far-fetched and un. I was. That's interesting when he said when. He, but now with the, see they stopped the stream. I knew that was coming. But look here. When they um, how do you call it? When they um, when they saw it, I met people who said, <laughs> who said they put a chip in them. This was when I was younger. Yeah, they start to stream old monkey face ass motherfuckers. We don't give a shit. Look, I was running. I was meeting people along my travels, telling me that they had they them people put chips in their goddamn ass. Have y'all ever met any of them? I met them, and I was not shocked at all because. <laughs> At 12 years old, you know what happens, what I'm going to say next. At 12 years old, I met a man from Planet Risk that was saying that shit. So by the time I was like 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, I started meeting all these people. I didn't know them, you know what I'm saying? They were just strangers and shit, and they would just tell me they got fucking chipped up and shit, you know. But homeboy said, like, nowadays, you know, back then, you tell a motherfucker they put a chip in your ass, they think you crazy. You feel me? Yeah, because they don't know nothing. Them the same motherfuckers, they're going to end up getting one and not know they got it. Unbelievable. Then becomes really understandable having these implants in his body. It's a very real example of mind control. Now I understand how something like that could actually happen. But James is not alone. They stopped my strain. The U.S. government has been conducting mind control experiments for decades. In 1960, they launched the MK Ultra program in order to develop their own mind control methods. But because MK Ultra was top secret, the agency could use anyone as test subjects. Experts Greenwald Jr., an author who's been studying the secret inner workings of the U.S. government for over 20 years, used the Freedom of Information Act to uncover the fact that the CIA was targeting innocent civilians. Back in 1953, the general public had no idea that the CIA was doing these really horrific experiments on prisoners and mental health patients, literally grabbing people off the street and subjecting them to experiments with LSD and hypnosis. They also started experimenting with physical torture, subjecting people to the lack of sleep for days at a time, to really experiment with how far the human body would go until it snapped. They had instances where they actually killed people. People died because of their experiments. To this day, the United States government has never fully disclosed all aspects of MKUltra. But many speculate the program rewrote the book on the use of mind control in war. In the world of government research, if you do something for 20 years, you know darn well that they did something worthwhile and worth pursuing. Could this still be happening today? Yes, if it is, bitch. how do you control someone's mind? At a laboratory called Backyard Brains, Neuroscientist Greg Gage is developing ways to override the brains of other humans. When you're talking about mind control, you're talking about actually controlling something and you're consciously aware of it, That's right? That's right. This motherfucker got a business. 
to override the goddamn brains of other fucking humans. You see this shit? I bet you this sick-ass motherfucker does it on his wife and kids and neighbors and friends and co-workers. Well, he owns his own company, but you get what the fuck I'm saying. Sick. But you he'd go out to a public place like Disney World or to a fucking park and beam that shit on motherfuckers and control it. See, they got to have these machines. I can control your mind without, I don't need a machine. I'm just telling y'all that right now. I can get your mind right the fuck now. You hear me? Like, that shit easy. It's easy because nobody has control over it, so it's easy to get control over it. Easy. I can do it right now. You want me to? Roll up your sleeve, and I'm going to put some electrodes on your arm. There's a little bit of gel inside of here, and that gel allows the ions to flow through your skin into the metal. Greg's technology allows me to send my brain signals to a machine. And so if I plug this into here. Like this prosthetic hand to remotely move objects. This is called a neural prosthetic. So crazy. You're controlling it through your nervous system. So this is a I'm way a that tap into your brain to make a computer do something. What would happen now if instead of controlling a robotic arm, I sent your brain signal into my body, then your brain will control not only your arm, but also my arm. I would like to see how that works. <laughs> and I'll put some electrodes on me. I'm going to put one here. I'm going to put another one here. If I plug us together, you will take away my free will. So when you're ready, go ahead and move your hand. Look at that. <laughs> so right now you have complete control over that. And I could try to fight it, but I could also turn up the game so that I can't fight it. Anymore. What level is this? I'm at three. And I go Damn, so a person can basically blow their brains out, y'all. They can blow their damn brains out. and you What the fuck? You understand? Silent suicide, whatever the fuck they just said it was. That's silent suicide. That's that's the the shit. That's why everybody's fucking jumping out of the goddamn five-story fucking buildings and shit. Them goddamn pageantry bitches. They they using them as test subjects. Goes up to eight. What happens if you turn it up? I'll turn it up all the way up. Ah, okay. But how amazing. The electrical waves of my brain were controlling the computer, ultimately, which was stimulating the electrodes on his muscles that then led to his arm moving. That's a pretty cool feeling. That's not cool, motherfucker. (laughs) Hurt yourself, Greg. It was the most evident. I'm going to fast forward to this. Manipulate the brain of another human. But what if this capability... Commercial. Give me one second. Goddamn, told y'all where shit at. On YouTube and they got down commercials. Here we go. Fell into the wrong hand. They got Recent surface describing how other nations... But what if this capability fell into the wrong hands? Recent reports have surfaced describing how other nations are creating cutting-edge devices that allow humans to control the minds of others remotely without their knowledge. Here we go. In 2017, reports began to surface that dozens of American diplomats stationed in Cuba were experiencing bizarre injuries, such as vertigo, hearing loss, and brain damage consistent with a concussion. Similar reports emerged from a U.S. official in China. All medically confirmed cases have described some combination of symptoms, beginning within minutes to hours of their exposure to the event. An investigation by the FBI in the Cuban incident 
revealed the diplomats may have been the target of a sonic weapon capable of using sound waves to inflict brain injuries. Do we know what they can do to protect themselves from these sorts of injuries? Senator, I don't think we can say categorically that we can guarantee uh, that they would be safe from this. Unexplained incidents like these are on the rise around the world. And I want to hear what it's like to be a victim of this strange phenomenon. So I've located a man who survived a similar sonic attack while he was stationed in Cuba back in 2014. It's nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Four years ago, Chris Allen was in Havana when he experienced something truly horrifying. As I understand it, you were in, in Cuba in 2014? That's right. Within five minutes of laying down in the bed to go to sleep, a weird sensation in my feet and my hands. And it would gradually grow from the tip of the fingers down through my hands, forearms, through the calves that really woke me up. And I wasn't able to concentrate at that point, so it went into my face, ears, back of my neck. Exact same story the next day. At that point, I kind of freaked out and beelined to the airport. To be clear, you were staying in the same hotel where these diplomats were experiencing similar symptoms that you had. That's right. I used the travel agent who recommended the hotel because the hotel had just come out of renovation. Do you feel from your experience like this was something that was targeted? I'm not a conspiracy theorist by nature, but it's a hotel full of people for four years now from other countries that have no issues. If you have a hotel in which hundreds of people are staying every night and over the course of this time, 20-some people, all of whom are diplomats, experiencing these physical symptoms, I mean, there's nothing accidental about that. Some people think that if there was some sonic attack, they were still testing out whatever the technology was when I was there. I've never heard anything like this. The idea that this could be a whole new branch of mind control you know, that's the darker side of what we're talking about and the applications of this kind of stuff. If sound is being weaponized to damage or hijack the human mind, how does it work? There are sound waves that vibrate at such extreme frequencies, humans can't hear them. Some believe these waves are powerful enough to penetrate the skull and interrupt millions of neuron connections inside the brain. Could something as common as sound be the key to controlling the human mind. To find out, I'm heading to Arizona State University's Biological and Health Systems Engineering Lab, where Dr. Jamie Tyler is exploring how high-frequency sound waves called ultrasound can be used to manipulate the brain. The story that recently came out of Cuba, diplomats that were working in Cuba right. were experiencing unexplained physical symptoms. And it's been talked about in terms of a sonar attack. There's lots of people around the world that have their own theories about what happened. A lot of people say that ultrasound cannot affect brain activity. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. We can't hear the ultrasound frequencies, but what's really dangerous about it when you can't hear it, you don't know how loud it is. Right. And so it can be 140 decibels, so as loud as the jet engine, but you cannot hear it. But the air pressure is still 140 decibels. I know that there was a kind of range of symptoms, yeah. some of which were auditory. And headaches, and headaches which you can yeah. produce with ultrasound. So right. as soon as I heard about the story, to me, it was 
pretty obvious that ultrasound was one of the candidates that you would suspect at, at creating those types of problems, even if it was airborne. But Dr. Tyler and his team have been researching ways ultrasound can actually boost brain performance. We're going to put you on a treadmill and see if we can make you fall. Military veterans who were stationed at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and became ill or injured after being exposed to toxic water can now claim thousands in financial compensation. The sole purpose of the program is to make sure all veterans eligible for compensation receive the full amount they are entitled to. Oh, my bad. And a penny left. My bad. That's a commercial. Give me a second. Please be aware. Every applicant must meet three requirements to qualify. Just answer a few simple questions. Enter your case in the Camp Lejeune Compensation Database and check eligibility for a potentially substantial compensation payout. Click <coughs> oh, okay. Y'all want me to get up. Now. My bad. <coughs> Sorry, YouTube don't block us. We won't be streaming on YouTube for a while. Yeah, it's a treadmill that's designed to trick your body and brain circuits and get you to fall. Okay. I'll be put to the test to see how sound waves can control my mind. We'll hook you up and get your brain stimulated with some transcranial-focused ultrasound. Ready? Yep. Dr. Tyler and his team will give me a dose of ultrasound at key areas of my brain. So that's the ultrasound now. It transmits through your skin. Which should affect the neurons controlling balance and coordination. So crazy. Isn't it crazy? Dr. Tyler has been conducting this type of research for over 10 years. In the majority of cases, when someone tries to walk the treadmill, they stumble and sometimes fall within seconds. However, with a boost of ultrasound altering my mind, Dr. Tyler believes I should be able to stay on the treadmill no matter what happens. Oh, shit. An advanced treadmill that allows us to do motion tracking of your body and allow you to interact in a virtual environment. Good to step up there. My brain has never been zapped with ultrasound, and I've never been strapped into a jerry-rigged treadmill before. All right, good. <laughs> Just, walk Just walk normally. Will my mind be sharpened by the intense power of sound waves? Let me know when you're ready. Go for it. <clears throat> Make him go faster. Increase the pitch and try to mess him up. Whoa. There you go. What the hell? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's it. That's it. I'm I'm moving on. Uh, yeah, I'm moving on. Fuck it. Uh, the Brock, did you mean to hit one? Give me a mic check. 360. Yeah. Is this you, the Brock? Yeah. Great day, baby. There How was, you doing? What's going on? There was nailing all of the things and stuff like that that I experienced. Yeah, there was nailing everything that I experienced. But the thing about it is, and stuff like that, the actor, that the one that they actually challenged with, he, he bullshitting. Because if you experience that, there's not, there's going to be marks and everything on your body. He's not the actor. He's the um, one that they sent to uh, interview all them people. He is an actor, but he ain't yeah. the one that it happened to. Yeah, yeah. But that's one point, and, and, and please, I just wanted to say that, 
and yeah, they shut it down while I was putting my comments on on the uh, on the, uh, the the lockdown radio uh, chat thing. They they shut all of them down. So yeah, yeah, That's we're terminated you know. probably for about thirty days, seventy days, or whatever. Okay, you know. I'm gonna keep my phone on 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 down. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep <laughs> we we in uh what's that shit called uh. We on uh, lockdown for real this time now, goddamn. What's it called? Uh, what they put you in the hole? Solitary confinement, baby. Yeah, we in solitary yeah, well, confinement you, you, now you, you, shit. You can trivialize that one because the information is accurate. Pay attention, y'all. It's, it's accurate. So let me get off the phone because I got an MK Ultra. Okay. Thank you, babe. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. I was texting... Um, YouTube in the background, so I didn't even know. Experiments in this program, what's good? Let's find out what happens next. All right, good. Go for it. I'm at Arizona State University with ultrasound expert Dr. Jamie Tyler. (laughs) Recent reports indicate governments around the world may be developing top-secret sonic weapons capable of controlling the human mind using only sound. I want to understand. Using sound. Using sound. Boy, they done got so sophisticated. That's why y'all got to block all that shit out, man. What done used to block out all that shit? I used to own. (laughs) I used Dr. York own, motherfucker. It's like an hour and 30-some goddamn minutes. I keep that shit on rotation. Play the own, no matter what. Um, yeah, got dog. Sound, sound travels. Ear gates, sound. You sound by way of using mind control. Let's hear this part real quick because he's going to explain it. I want to understand how sound waves can manipulate our brains. Action. And sound waves can manipulate our brains. So Dr. Tyler is putting me through a revolutionary experiment. Now what we're going to do is we're going to try to stimulate your brain. After giving me a powerful dose of ultrasound to the part of my brain regulating balance, coordination, and motor function. Making you go faster. And then what y'all rejects end up getting when y'all were pregnant? Ultrasound. Why would you even do that shit? Ultrasound. No fucking way. You did that shit, T. Twink. You let them motherfuckers do an ultrasound inside your head, inside your belly on your baby. Y'all motherfuckers are so, 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 so. They subsist off the innocent because the innocent don't know a goddamn thing. Only guilty motherfuckers know everything. Guilty! (laughs) You can't get me, motherfucker. I know all about your ass. I know about your tricks. I know about your sorcery. I know all about that little shit you got. Girl, no ultrasound. Oh, my goodness. Very experiment. Now what we're going to do is we're going to try to stimulate your brain. After giving me a powerful dose of ultrasound to the part of my brain regulating balance, coordination, and motor function. Make you go faster? Hello. What the hell? Dr. Tyler has placed me on a virtual reality treadmill that makes most people stumble and fall. (laughs) But he believes ultrasound waves can help sharpen my mind, allowing me to stay on my feet. 
That's it. Dr. Tyler's data suggests I should have fallen when I navigated the course on the treadmill. Okay. But I didn't fall. All right, good. He believes the dose of ultrasound allowed my brain to maintain my balance and coordination better than it normally would. In a sense, it is a way of interrupting someone's natural relationship with their own brain. Yeah. Are there any potential drawbacks or side effects that you've noticed in your studies that are concerning? You know, there are some ethical issues. Before we got to the point where we're using ultrasound to modulate human brain activity, we did a lot of safety studies. Ultrasound certainly can be used in a negative way, and that is a little concerning to me because when people are using sonic weapons, it kind of changes the landscape. Ethic, because people using sonic weapons, the government going to come and snatch that shit straight up from that motherfucker, you hear me? If they ain't already. I feel like it is a version of mind control, and I think it's a very real example of how technology allows us to get inside someone's head. If the incident involving American diplomats in Cuba was some form of mind control attack using a sonic weapon, I want to know who could be behind it. And what does one of these weapons actually sound like? To find out, I'm meeting with Alex Berzo, a science writer who's been investigating the Cuban incident to see who could carry out such a bold attack. You studied these sonic attacks that took place in Cuba last year. Have you come up with any ideas about who did this and or why they might have done this? What we do know is that in 2014, the Russians are back in Cuba. They closed down one of their spy bases in 2001 because of financial reasons. They reopened it in 2014. We also know that they have a long penchant for poisoning people. They poison spies in Britain. It's completely possible that Russians are behind it. It's interesting that you say it was 2014 when the Russians came back and the idea that maybe this was some kind of a... Guinea pig? Exactly, some kind of a, a beta phase of, yeah. the, of the operation. Correct. It's U.S. diplomats being targeted, people that have government affiliation. It would seem to imply that it was on purpose and not right. accidental. It's not common for people to have concussions and signs of some sort of severe distress and for no one to have any idea what's causing it. Do you have an example of what the people who heard something might have heard? I do. Is it okay for us to listen to it? Uh, we might handle it for a few seconds. Uh -huh. Are you what? ready? I guess so. Look, Last year, I made 403000 Nobody gives a fuck about you making 400 thousand damn dollars. Stop lying. Look, you see this? Y'all see that cell phone? That's three. Messing with people's minds is a part of warfare. I'm meeting with Alex Berzo a science writer who investigated an alleged sonic attack against American diplomats in Cuba in 2017. Some speculate they were targeted by a sonic weapon, which uses sound waves to damage the human brain. Reports have surfaced that recordings of this dangerous sound may exist. If the reports are true, I want to hear the sound that could inflict those kinds of injuries. Do you have an example of what the people who heard something might have heard? I do. 
Uh, we might handle it for a few seconds. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh, I guess so. Take your phone, your ear away from the phone. really unsettling it's it feels yeah i'm up to hear some shit like that they got your ass all right that's all i want to say you saw hearing some shit <laughs> Being, like form of brainwashing in a way it's a form of psychological warfare if you know that you are going to be assaulted if you're just going to do your job you may not want to do it if you know that my goodness i might go to cuba and come back with a concussion and i don't know what caused it that's scary they think it's I, Cuba. Love terrorism that we will see more of. Psychological warfare waged with 21st century sonic weapons may be the newest form of mind control. But this kind of mental manipulation can trace its roots back to the ancient art of voodoo. For centuries, voodoo priests would perform bizarre rituals. They said this shit We'll take you back to voodoo. All right, quiz time. Which branch of the government actually went underground to study voodoo during their mind control project? Told y'all to get y'all shit back. What up, Bar? Good answer, baby. CIA. Yep. Good answer. Yeah. They told you to stay the fuck away from your culture. They went straight underground to study it. Here we go. Voodoo, running from my magic. Remember dolls. You take it back. After the ancient art of voodoo. For centuries, voodoo priests would perform bizarre rituals and dismember dolls. To unleash dark spirits, many believed could penetrate an enemy's brain and inflict maximum psychological harm. But in recent years, these psychological warfare techniques have given way to more modern methods of mind control, such as brainwashing. There is evidence that they actually believe that Charles Manson is Jesus Christ. Experts believe some of the most notorious cults and terrorist groups in history were formed by brainwashing. In 1978, People's Temple founder Jim Jones brainwashed nearly a thousand members of his cult to kill themselves because he believed U.S. intelligence agencies were planning to... Uh, did I ever tell y'all, y'all see the bodies laying down straight, right? Laying down flat. Y'all see that shit, right? Now, remember, Jim Jones, they have, they have you fuckers believing that they swallowed Kool-Aid. Now, you know if you swallow Kool-Aid, you're going to ball the fuck up. Your stomach going to be hurting like a motherfucker. All of these people are laid flat the fuck out as if they might have been sprayed by some bullets. Murdered. Shot up. 
motherfucker, if you drink cyanide, you're, you're going to ball up. You are not just in a lace flat the fuck out. They're lying about that shit. They're lying. They came in that motherfucker and killed every last one of them. Then they did a damn movie, have everybody fucking thinking that they drunk Kool-Aid. Fuck out of here. Who the fuck is you fooling? Oh, only my mama and dad generation. Not mine. Mm-hmm. It's Jonestown. Only my mama and my dad and them people. It's not a self-destructive suicide. So they'll pay for this. They brought this upon us. He convinced all of his members to drink Kool-Aid laced with cyanide. Could this have been a case of mind control? In recent years, leaders of the ISIS terrorist group have brainwashed countless followers to blow themselves up in suicide missions around the world. To ad- you saw how they showed the Kool-Aid, then right after that, Bart, did you see how they showing niggas with machine guns and ISIS? See, that's eluding. That's trying to tell you something. You got to study these motherfuckers. They smooth with it. You got to see how they flip the screen or something else because, you know, his rich town is still the goddamn devil. They all the fucking devil. They're not coming out with shit. It's all speculation, but they give away things. Like a liar will always tell the truth. May not in the same sentence. Maybe in the third sentence it'll come out, but you ain't listening. So you only believe the lie that it first said. Advance their ideology. David Laporte believes these leaders forced their followers to commit the ultimate sacrifice by relying on key brainwashing techniques refined by evil manipulators over the centuries. Studies identified a number of elements that lead to better brainwashing. You isolate the individuals. You give them the message repeatedly. You deprive them of something. So you make them cold or you don't feed them adequately. You don't give them enough water. And you also induce high emotion. The outside environment can exert a tremendous influence in very powerful ways. So how do evil individuals control the minds of vulnerable people around the world? To find out, I've located someone who mastered this mind control technique to recruit new members to join one of the most dangerous terrorist groups on Earth. I understand that you have uh, a pretty unique background. You know, in 1998, uh, a previously unknown guy named Osama bin Laden. This nigga is a former Al-Qaeda operative. And y'all know Osama bin Laden been dead. Please tell me y'all knew that before Obama came president. We're in one of the most dangerous terrorist groups on earth. I understand that you have uh, a pretty unique background. You know, in 1998... Uh, a previously unknown guy named Osama bin Laden emerged on the jihadist scene calling on attacks against the Jews and the Crusaders. And we wanted to answer the call. Mubin Sheikh was a recruiter for Al-Qaeda from 1995 until the 9-11 attacks in 2001. When he deserted his terror cell and became a counterintelligence informant, sharing his insider knowledge to prevent future attacks. With incidents on the rise worldwide, I was... Please tell me y'all don't believe that 911 shit was uh, Biden, Bin Laden and whoever the fuck else Muslim. Please tell me that. Please tell me. Y'all know that shit. Please, please somebody say, yeah, Don, we, we know the government did that shit. 
please. I just want to hear somebody say yes. We know the government did that, Nicole. We know the government did that, boo. You know how I knew the government did that shit? And I ain't even talking about revelations. They $20 bill that dropped in the year 2000. And they came out with a postage stamp with, with white God's hands coming from the clouds. I swear. Destroying the World Trade Center. This is their United States postage stamp. So there's no way you ain't have a hand in this shit, shout it. If you're going to print that new $20 bill in the year 2000 that's showing Amtrak on fire, Pentagon on fire, towers on fire, all types of shit, right? <laughs> and a nigga hiding behind a tree. Look, Bart, you remember seeing a nigga hiding behind the bush on the $20 bill? <laughs> okay, let's move on. You know if Mubeen can shed light on how brainwashing techniques are being used to control the actions of terrorists. In terms of the mentality of a terrorist organization and how they recruit and condition people, I mean, there has to be some kind of element of mind control or manipulation in that process. Extremist groups of any kind, far right, jihadists. They look People who are searching for something, searching for meaning, belonging, family, those are the people that we would target deliberately because we knew that they were in that vulnerable state. I need to take his word. In terms of the mind control we've been exploring, it feels very much like what he uh, both experienced and then perpetrated in some ways was a kind of brainwashing. There's the psychology. The reason I put Lee J. Goddamn commercial. Hold up. The month and seven figures. Of terrorist acts. How is it seen that destroying property and lives is furthering a cause? The media gives terrorism a longevity it might not otherwise enjoy. It's the idea of terrorism as theater. When we see these images, we are actually reinforcing that idea that extremist groups understand very well is that fear really motivates people. Now, extremist groups know what the fear will do. It works, and it's as simple as that, and they know it. It's not the number of people that are killed. It's the number of people that are watching. That's a bad statement there. It ain't about the number of people that died or that's killed. It's the people that's watching the news. It's that shit right there. <laughs> I don't watch that shit. I got another life. I don't participate. The group that I went with, their whole... I just want to... Hold up. If you want to change the world, you do it with... Oh, shit, I fucked up. Sorry. Sorry, hold on, let me get it back. Sorry. There was most certainly something there. I could feel it on my nervous system. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, fuck, sorry. Shit, my bad. I don't know where we at. Al-Qaeda. These niggas right here. Here we go. The number of people that are watching.
the group that I went with, their whole mantra, if you will, is if you want to change the world, you do it with this, and he picked up the AK-47. Right. And what did it do to you in that moment? I was bit by the jihadi bug. I'm in Austin, Texas, meeting with Mubin Sheikh, a former Islamic terrorist who fled his cell to become an informant for law enforcement. Do you have any pictures of yourself when you were undercover? Yeah. This is me for almost 15 years. Yeah, you look like... You look like Taliban. Black turban. Well, you know, you can't trust no goddamn body, man. Not even in religion, they undercover. You feel me what I'm saying? You see this shit? Do y'all see this motherfucker? You can't even... You can't trust no goddamn body. They are operatives. They work for the government. Long beard, long robes. I've seen how mind control has been used by leaders throughout history to manipulate small groups of followers. But while Mubin was with Al-Qaeda, he used brainwashing methods which controlled thousands of terrorists. I want to know the secrets behind these techniques, which are powerful enough to convince members to carry out heinous missions. Do y'all notice that when these American motherfuckers are talking, when it comes to their government, they say it's suspect, in a sense, you know that the government used mind control or whatever. But in other countries, they'd be straight up at it. The Russian leader, uh, brainwashed motherfuckers. Goddamn the Muslim leaders, brainwashed. I mean, it's just like that's exactly what the fuck they did. But the government is just talks and stuff like that about your United States government and shit. <laughs> just speculation, man. We're not sure, but... You know, we, we've solved cases and so people tell us, but, you know, we, we don't know. And, you know, but motherfuckers, other goddamn leaders around the goddamn world and voodoo niggas done that shit. That's a definite. And voodoo niggas. <laughs> That's for real. Yo, white man gets away every damn time, don't he? Even if it terminates their own lives. So I'm interested in the psychology of these acts of violence when they involve pushing someone past their normal instincts of survival. To get them over that is difficult. The number one thing you have to do is to convince the person, not necessarily that they want to die, but where they're going to go after they die, playing on their insecurities and convincing them that, in fact, they're off to a better place. Ah, y'all hear that? That sounds like Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, doesn't it? Are y'all listening to this boring shit? That sounds, hey, did you hear that, nigga? If Christians and Islam, Muslims and Jews ain't motherfucking, yo, that's <laughs> brainwash. Brainwash. Now tell a Christian you don't believe in that shit, they'll tell you you brainwash. Motherfucker, there is no way I'm going to believe in that bullshit. Okay? No way. That's. They use, in the CIA files, they, they went big on religion. Number two, the mission has to be a holy mission. It has to transcend beyond this world. They must be convinced that actually they're doing the right thing because they know that this is actually the wrong thing. Mubin has helped me uncover the secrets behind the mind control techniques used by Al-Qaeda and other terrorists and cult. The only mind control technique that these Al-Qaeda motherfuckers used was religion. Can you believe that shit? Why they just don't say religion? That's mind control. 
Jim Jones, mind control. That's, that's religion. Religion is fucking mind control. They just will not say religion. This what the fuck this nigga just said, and he going to say he told us all about the mind control. Motherfucker, a.k.a. religion. Religions. Organizations. But I've also seen compelling evidence about how cutting-edge technology, such as implants. I have been drugged and implanted in my own home. Oh. <laughs> Computers. Even sound waves can control the human mind. It went into my face, ears, back of my neck. So all of this makes me wonder, is it possible for someone else to take control of my brain using nothing more than their mind and the power of suggestion? So where are you going to go? To find out, I'm going head-to-head -head with Matt Cooper, a mentalist who has spent decades mastering the dark art of manipulating other people's thoughts and reading their minds. Matt's goal is to show me what it's like to experience total mind control. He's going to attempt to control my thoughts. You are a mentalist? Mentalist, mind reader, thought reader, a mentalist who replicates extraordinary mental powers using techniques of illusion and some psychology. Do you believe in mind control? Oh, mind control, absolutely. I think that there are ways to manipulate people. You are eliciting a feeling in someone through suggestion. In your daily life, when you interact with people, are there ways that you can benefit from techniques like this? Yes, there are certain techniques that you can use that will allow you to have an edge, to take advantage of people, which is a very powerful thing. But we're talking. Uh, did you see how smooth this cracker is? This is why I hate crackers. Yeah, they said, do you use that shit as an advantage? And that motherfucker said, uh, well, it can be because you can da-da-da. No, nigga, you. Say I, motherfucker. Who the fuck do you think you talking to with that you shit? No, have you, Mr. Mentalist, motherfucker, Motherfucker, fuck all that third goddamn party bullshit. You. Man has a way of doing that shit. That's why you have to check them quick with that you shit. No, you, motherfucker. Ain't no we. Ain't no you. It's you. It's you the one that's running your fucking mouth. Say you have, motherfucker. You got to be smooth, honey. Man has a way. Ignorant man has a way of doing that shit. Even a dumb nigga has a way of doing that shit, and you just a goddamn listening to a hypothetical goddamn answer. Talking about more nefarious applications of this stuff, do you look back at, I don't know, famous cult leaders and say, like, you can see techniques that they've used? Uh, historical examples with Hitler getting people to do atrocious acts and convince them that it's the right thing to do. I mean, it's not really... Hitler got people to do atrocious acts. Or was everybody a scientist, a goddamn psychiatrist, a, a bottomist, and was like, fuck yeah, I'm game. Shit. Hello? Hello? So you mean to tell me that all the doctors in the United States right now, be they surgeons, psychiatrists, psychologists, a, 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 what the fuck, lobotomists, all of them motherfuckers under mind control? All them motherfuckers under mind control. In America, answer the question, okay? These are people that are good at their damn jobs. Police officers, they under mind control. 
In America, school teachers, they under mind control? They brainwash? No. No, they're not, because this is America. No, no, no. This is what they wanted to be. They wanted to open up people's brains and take shit out. They wanted to motherfucking put ultrasound in bitches' bellies. They wanted to cut hoes' belly wide open and snatch your baby out. They are not under mind control. They want to chop off a nigga's dick and put it and flip his ass to the front of his motherfucking body so he can be a woman. They are this is what they want to do. They're not under mind control. Just other countries. Just Hitler physicists is under my. Uh, you can put a physicist under mind control, bitch. The CIA had physicists. The CIA had a uh, what you call the people who plant who who uh who look at plants and shit. Botanists, botanists and shit. Botanists writing letters. You can't be on the mind control writing letters. Listen, I found the place. Hey, as a matter of fact, how's your daughter Karen and wife? Hope to see you for dinner. I'm going to go ahead and go to 10 buck 2 and get that plant you wanted that makes the LSD. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go fuck with the goddamn Indians and the motherfucking black-ass midget tribe because they got the cure ray. That don't sound like they fucking under mind control, or are they? No, they wanted to. They all participated. They wanted to help assist the Hitler of the United States of America, okay? As a matter of fact, oh, the Nazis under my control, under Hitler. So the United States mind controlled the, the Nazis after Hitler and said, look here, Come over here. Let me mind control your ass to fucking work for us on the top goddamn floor in our secret governments. Oh, we're under mind control. We ain't got no choice but to go to America now and do the same shit Hitler made us do over there. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Because I have chosen the, uh, the good side, I guess you could say. But the white man version yeah, of it. I suppose, yeah. Should we Try put something. this into practice? Yeah, absolutely. Matt will put his mind control powers to the test through a series of demonstrations. I'm more interested in more specific information, things that come from your history. All right, so I want you to think of anything you want. It could be a, a person, a place, an object, whatever you want, but it has to have, have some meaning to you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. You've got something? Yeah. Okay. Look at me and just picture this thing. Maybe interact with it. If it's a person, say hello to this person. If it's a place, see yourself in this place. Okay, hold on. Just you know, stand up for me. Uh, right there is fine. Shoulders back. Take a deep breath in. Let it out. So, you're thinking of a place? Mm -hmm. Yes? This nigga here, so obviously reason why he couldn't answer it. Have you ever took advantage of people? Well, you know, you can in certain situations. Nigga, you can't if you're just going to walk up to a motherfucker and say, look here, I need you to think of something, an object, object, a person, a place, or something. Wait a minute, stand up, stand up, breathe, breathe. There is no way. This nigga is a joke. I don't give a fuck. He's a goddamn joke. Okay, you cannot manipulate people, especially if you're telling them, focus, breathe in, breathe out. You got to get them when they don't even know it. You know I'm good at what the fuck. These niggas is jokes. They're not. They're fucking jokes. 
Listen, if I'm coming for your mind to manipulate you, you would never know it, okay? I wouldn't be telling you to think of something. Mm-hmm. Get your ass up and breathe now. Do palaces make any sense to you? Because that's the image I'm getting. Like these grand palaces, gardens, that kind of thing. Sure. And, and I got to touch you. So we're talking about a, a location somewhere um, with the Muslim leading side. Mm-hmm. Um, Morocco? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, sure. I think I have it. Yeah. Um, this is a place that you visited recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I hope you had a good time in Marrakesh. Yes. <laughs> so Capital. Weird. So weird. <laughs> Like, he didn't tell me to choose a place. He told me to choose anything. I could have chosen my dog or a car or, I mean, I could have chosen anything. How would he have known that? Is part of this about manipulating me to give the answers away? We're always giving up information. Constantly. Uh It's in our nature to give up information. Right. Part of it is picking up on things that you're giving away, but some of the time it's not. Sometimes it's just a trick. You know, designed to look like I'm picking up on things. Mm-hmm. I may be able to teach you how to read my thoughts, wherein I'm kind of helping you, but you wouldn't be aware of it. Matt has set up a test. We'll each get a matching set of five cards. We'll need to put down those cards one at a time, him first, and then me. You take those, there's five there. With Matt employing a form of mind control to get me to play for you two for seven days. The for he does. You can mix them up if you like. If it works, all five of our cards should end up in the exact same order. Three out of five would be considered psychic. Uh... I'm with Matt Cooper, a mentalist who's perfected his ability to manipulate the thoughts of other people, not with computers and sound waves, but only his mind. Right now, he's putting me through a test. We're both holding five cards containing symbols. Matt will attempt to take complete control of my mind by making me sequence my cards in the exact same order as his. We're gonna do all five and see how many match. Three out of five would be considered psychic, I'm just saying, okay? okay? I'm gonna go through these and kind of, kind of choose them at random, but I'll try and send them to you. Yeah. So, don't think of one yet. Okay. I'll put one down first. Okay. Look at me. Allow yourself to just see all the shapes in your mind. I want just one of the symbols to kind of present itself to you. You don't choose it, it just shows itself. All right, I can see that you have it. Put it face down. I've already put mine down so I can't change mine. Have a look at them again. Same feeling, just allow. Okay, hold on. Now, you there's a sense of doubt with the first one. I want you to go back to the first one you thought of. Okay. All right, put that one down. All right, let's go with that one this time. Three left. Just jumble them up in your head. Just kind of see them kind of jumbling up. Look at me. That one there, just put one down now. Just put one down. Don't think about it. Put one down there. All right, there's two left. Which one should I choose? Go with this one. All right, go ahead. Put one down. Stop. It's a feeling to know it to be true. Okay? So don't worry about getting it wrong. You already know what it is. Uh-huh. So put it down. Not the last one. The odds of getting all of them right are very unlikely. 
um, but just pick them up. We're going to deal them down from the top, okay? Same thing, from, from the top. From here? Yeah. From okay. The so the last one was a circle. So far, so good. So far, so good. And then we had <laughs> square. <laughs> you realize if this one's right, that's all five, right? Yeah. I'll put mine down first. That's oh, awesome. that is so crazy. That is white so boys, crazy. I tell you. The thing- white boys, I tell you, that's the end of that, man. I'm done, Nicole Young, man. I am signing out. All right, so we banned from YouTube for seven goddamn days. So, shit, you already know we're going to be in the AP and Blog Talk, our goddamn home base station. We don't get banned by the Chinese people, the Republic of China. So, no, North, North, North Korea, sorry. I think it's North Korea that owns BTR or some old shit. I don't fucking know. But um, the moral of the story is, boys and girls, electromagnetic and, and sound, electromagnetic weapons, it is here. It is here. It is here. Okay. Yep, and they the population agenda is real. Trust none of them motherfuckers. No one, no matter what, I'm for real. Anybody that's been taught by them that has a profession, you stay the fuck away from them, you hear me? All right, and one more thing. Yeah, because they're going to get more and more sophisticated um, because they want to hit the whole population. They sent them diplomats over there to Cuba so they can simply say Cuba did it. You know what I'm saying? That's just to throw that shit off. But they did that shit. It's a confession that they did it. It's a confession. They did do it, just like they did everything the fuck else. Protect yourself, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Protect yourself and... Um, Project that brain of yours. It's connected to the mind. And once the mind has a behavior, the body acts it out. So y'all be safe, man. Uh, see y'all on WGAG Radio on Blog Talk, baby. It's Tuesday at 9 p.m. Y'all have an awarding day, and I'm up out of this bitch. Peace. Radio.